Today on Mob Rules, we talk about uh, Sigmarines. Well, Primaris Marines? Yeah, Primaris Marines. Yeah, Primaris Marines. We also delve into the last quarter of The Beast Arises. And we kind of wrap up the whole thing as well and talk about all of it sequentially. I'm just glad that I no longer have to yell, spoiler alert, every time I talk to these two. (laughs) Oh, and and spoiler alert, we do accidentally spoil a bunch of stuff. We spoil a lot. So, yeah. All that and a lot on the same subject. (laughs) (laughs) It's two and a half hours of Mob Rules. Adjusting background levels to oh, make okay. it easier for you. Yeah, thanks. How does that work again? <laughs> <laughs> uh, welcome to Marvel's episode 50. Yeah. Trying to recreate the beauty of episode one and episode 50 through beauty of the beast. fucking with audio levels. <laughs> Moving my head around and, you know, yeah. all kinds of fun um, stuff. Do we have compressors on here? Are, are we going to have that to lose this? a little this? bit on that. Yeah, well, uh, if, if we want to recreate episode one, we're going to have to lose this, right? Yeah, it's going to delete oh, yeah. it afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> we're just going to press delete. We're not actually recording right now. Oh, yeah. Good <laughs> and and then we'll. We'll redo it, yeah. but it'll never be quite as good as, <laughs> as, as the conversation we Aww. had. Uh, I, of course, am John, joined as always hey, by... Hey, John. It's Ted. Hi, Ted. And... And Phil. Phil. Fantastic. Right. The Phil. <laughs> Why do you get a prefix? Like because because, because I started it. Because like I that. said it. Oh, <laughs> and once I say it, it's canon. That's how it works. Yeah. So... It was actually from the Overlords. <laughs> I think there was the Steve, and so I started using the Ted, and then now you're using the Phil. So it's it's like an STD, like a podcast STD. Yeah, it just yeah. keeps spreading. Yeah, that and radio <laughs> voice. I, I really wish we spread as quickly as STDs. It's yeah. true, uh, but no, fifty episodes that we're doing good. Yeah, I'm feeling Ted. We still survived. Yeah, <laughs> we have survived. There's, there's people here and ups and downs, and I assume there's someone our, listening our numbers to this. Are, are growing and shrinking and growing more. It's it's mm-hmm. good. Yeah. yeah, well, it's cold yeah. outside. There's some shrinkage. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's, that's, that's all we got to say. Yeah. The in betweens. Yeah. That, well, okay. So don't touch me. Welcome to clutch. content yeah. production. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, I was really excited to hear uh, yesterday on was it the GW Twitch? You had a shout out, Phil. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That was really cool. It was yeah, the other ones. Wait, did you yesterday's your, one? Did you? No, shout no, no. That was a, a few days ago. Or you told me about it. Oh last yes, week, yes, uh, yes, yes, yes. What? Right in the middle of GW's like uh, Twitch feed, somebody you said something. And, oh yeah, yeah, and yeah. Like, yeah. Was and like I, I wrote out. their name down. Lexica UK oh, yes, was like, right. oh my god, it's a glacial geek. That's right. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now I remember. I was yeah. like, I was like, wait a minute! Like, <laughs> but then, I mean, that yeah. was good. that was That's exciting cool. to me because yeah. I think it's it's been a while since I think like about a year or so ago. I think uh, for a while there, John, you were looking at, like doing Google searches for our name and found yeah, some people. I was on super forums. vain about it, and then I just stopped giving <laughs> well, it, shit. It, it, yeah, <laughs> I, I it was a new it. endeavor. But I think that yeah, then we had uh, was it uh, Christopher Warden on Twitter did us a shout out, and I think uh, yep. Rubio Sims was. Yep. Uh, kind enough to give us a retweet yeah. checks in the mail that's awesome <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. I, I, it's, it's kind of cool check. like I, it's still like uh it, it it feels good i guess like when people do that still yeah you know, I, seriously it's it's humbling yeah it's witness yeah. me time yeah <laughs> a little bit of <laughs> it's cool when, you get, when you get oh, okay. you know recognized so i just want to throw a little shout out to those guys yeah. thanks a lot yeah. for being champions and, on the podcast and remembering who we are <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, and thinking this is entertainment yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
And, and just so you know, uh, Lexica UK, I did write your name in Sharpie on my it's body. It's literally so on his hand right literally. now. Literally. And it's for, been for like... For a second, I forgot. I didn't know I what was going on. I was like, what did he write on his hand? Yeah. What's it over there? And then I, he starts looking at it. And I'm like, I have no idea what's going on here. I haven't written on my body in a long time. So. <laughs> and it's literally like been a week since that shout out. So yeah. no. your, your hygiene routine is... Well he wrote it the second he heard it. Yeah. Um, before we go forward, I want to give a couple of shout outs to kind of... I, I went Twitter investigating this past couple of weeks mm-hmm. and unearthed a couple of things thanks to a couple of people as well um but the fantastic people who run the warhammer forty thousand facebook community site yes. oh, okay. and do those wonderful replies to trolley, oh yeah you've been having a blast of that trolley salt people um thanks to pete foley the head designer he he gave us the twitter handles of the two guys who run that that wonderful reply center um, so follow at Nick Baton and at Ed E. Those are the two guys. And like I said, the, some of their replies, like I used to just shun away from internet comment sections. Cause uh-huh. it's just like, well, I mean today when we had like the Primaris Sigmarines mm. or sorry, the Primaris space Marines yeah, coming out. Well, the fact that like, it's now Sigmarines. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone's like, Oh, you're just trying to invalidate space Marines. How come like you get shut and uh, it's just oh. shut down instantly. And it's fantastic. Well, yeah. Well, it's interesting because you look at the new stat line for the Primaris Marines, and I think we were kind of discussing it earlier. They're not broken. You know, it's no. a, a Space Marine with like one extra wound and an attack value yeah. and a slightly better gun. It's literally you know, it's what not you, yeah. game breaking. It's, it's literally it's, what you would get if you had a Space Marine who was just that little bit bigger. Yeah. And they gave him the stats for what that was, yeah. and it's pretty awesome. You, you pit him up against a Custode, and a Custode's still going to mop the floor. I'm, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I see what you're saying. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> get it. I'm super excited. Um, Super excited to see true true scale Primaris yeah. Marines. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, yeah, because you know because the other ones are out of so scale. So what sold you on it? Because I know at one point you were you didn't like the idea of true scale. I, I still hate that's it. sarcastic. There's no <laughs> way. It's, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, just the, because there to me there there is no true scale. But oh, okay. If if the if the suspension of your disbelief if the breaking point is this guy's legs are too long compared mm-hmm. to his torso? Get the fuck out of the hell. I mean, I'm sorry. Don't don't quite go that far. But yeah, like that a dark path. But yeah. like, I mean, somebody who likes true scale and wants to model it. I mean, couldn't that just be like their aesthetic interest? And oh yeah, okay? for sure. No, or... it looks great. But it's the preachy true scalers. Okay, I haven't seen you know, those, but I don't also know yeah. internet as much as you do. Yeah, so. I, it's you know. Uh, the ones who complain about the scale of the game. Mm-hmm. Like, how, oh, yeah, they would never all be able to fit inside this tank. Oh, yeah. I'm like, cool, it's 38,000 years in the future. Yeah. Maybe there's, like, a gravity I, well. I often think about that. You know, like, what would the game board look like if rhinos were to scale? Like, if you could actually stick 10 space marines inside there. like Comfortably. Yeah, it would be slightly bigger than a land raider, more than likely. Mm-hmm. And yep. But then, like, the battlefield would be, like, chuck full of like really big vehicles which i mean that would be interesting and more realistic of course like the buildings too you know like a lot of the buildings look like telephone booths that have been destroyed (laughs) you know like so a real scale like building i mean i I mean it'd be interesting to see like what somebody did if they did try to do two i guess i mean following kind of what i I try i try and do just i don't dictate what people do hobby wise just because i'm not a fan of something doesn't mean it's dumb (laughs) <laughs> I've seen some really nice looking stuff. I wouldn't mm-hmm. do it personally, but yeah, yeah. Well. yeah. I think uh, Wyron, one of our local guys, yeah, he does beautiful and... stuff. But it's I like it's to... like putting it next to like a Cadian. Like I think that's kind of what sold it for me. Like yeah. he he did a series just recently, and I, I was kind of helping him with those. Um, but yeah, I put like a regular marine next to him, and like, damn, okay, that's that in my mind. Like that's how it should look. Because I think sure. like my my mind's eye for the longest time until like going through and like reading these books has been you know a space marine, even though in my you know it's technically a foot tall. Like in my mind mind's eye it's six foot seven or something like that yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah, yeah. the scale isn't realistic but then to see it like 
when he did that, you know, it was like, it really kind of I mean, clicked. Like, that's exactly it. That's, the, the the modeler in me says it looks amazing. Yeah. The gamer in me says for a 13-point model, uh-huh. you're spending $27 <laughs> on parts and things like that. You uh-huh. know what I mean? So, like, yeah, yeah it looks amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah. yeah. I'm jealous if you can have a full army of them. Oh, yeah. Well, now you can for <laughs> a pretty penny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the true, true new scale. So, no, I mean, yeah. like, things I've read today... Um, <laughs> People saying that Games Workshop is this is their way of getting rid of old plastic Space Marine kits by slowly phasing in these ones I don't see and other that. kind of stuff like that. Honestly, I like I wasn't sold on them before. Like yeah. I was like, oh, new Marines, oh whatever, you know. Let's see, like let's do a new. But, like reading the backstory of it uh-huh. when like uh, Gulliman and and Cowell are like, yeah, we've been planning this for ten thousand years. We're just kind of launching it now. Hey, restock your legions. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wow, that's pretty pretty rad. And like especially reading that some legion or oh, sorry legions wrong chapters <laughs> some right. some chapters aren't okay with being restocked yeah, I would, that was guys. in my mind too like that, i'm really yeah so i mean all, i'm sitting there all day and i'm like man this is freaking star wars we're gonna when when's girl am i gonna be order like execute order 66 <laughs> let's yeah. you know let's you know all of the 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 new marines just just in there mm-hmm. but like i said it's just it's it's not diminished any hype and i, I think more yeah. so because now that they've explained the background and why they're there yeah yeah and not just girly man wanted new marines so we, he made them yeah yeah um, and i think anytime you get like a new unit i just think it's kind of cool that you have yeah. another option that you can that you can throw out there in your list you know and you can they said that you can run them there's gonna be like a chapter mm-hmm. of just them that they're gonna be having doing but Imperial at the same time how quickly they die yeah seriously <laughs> they, they need some uh, backup. Uh, let's see if that extra wound can keep them from dying out every battle <laughs> just die nope. twice as hard <laughs> um but i think it's kind of cool just to have like a new unit a different a mm-hmm. different options so that you can throw something out there and you're like well you know maybe i need you know distraction marine and this is great because it's like an extra wound on these guys they've got <laughs> a little bit extra warriors. yeah exactly the distraction marines. you know and you throw in there your little bigger space marines yeah. you're probably going to get you know they're probably going to absorb a whole bunch of shots going in there and then all of a sudden it's like oh by the way there's this two other tactical marine squads that i've got over here have now taken the objective ha <laughs> ha you know yeah. Yeah. i just think it's kind of cool that there's like different I, ways of, of playing i think that like uh, i think pete was even saying or, or I, I assume it was pete in the um uh, one of the the Warhammer community site was saying how like yeah you're still gonna want to bring like all your Space Marines mm-hmm. uh, yeah I think it was in the FAQ yeah. it was like you know there's still like if you want tactical advantage you need all your boys so. yeah and they were saying uh-huh. you know, this, like they the, those guys only have access to bolters mm-hmm. you know what I mean and that's like you know you don't have quite the the versatility well, that you have with the regular and guys. also if I bring an orc list I'm still gonna bring boys I'm not just gonna solely bring knobs because they're better it's different yeah. battlefields yeah, yeah, yeah. you that's know true. so yeah, yeah I think that was what one person is saying like oh yeah when are orcs going to get their super oh, oh, I can't oh, wait. I'm excited I'm excited <laughs> yeah it'd be curious it'd be cu- like what can you do like orcs are so neat because they think they have like they have that that growth characteristic yeah, you know? like, yeah. So in, in, space marines are, are now getting it <laughs> they yeah. have the different sizes but you know like now we, I guess we just get a larger war boss and everything scales and now the old war boss is the new knob yeah. <laughs> super knob I don't know like yeah. second edition all over again uh-huh. yeah <laughs> um, the other thing I wanted to mention on Twitter mm-hmm. is uh, Ray Drownfield who's at, at, oh, yeah. at Ray Drownfield he was one of the two designers of all of the recent kind of sector mechanicus terrain mm-hmm. and if you look at his twitter he has a whole ton of different hints and advice and tips of how yeah. that kit goes together how you can make it modular um and interchangeable some, stuff yeah too, yeah yeah cool. super 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 neat information yeah. there and he it seems like he's pretty new to twitter too i think his handle was fairly mm-hmm. in the last like few weeks yeah or yeah like that. I, th- so, I think they put so it, he they might mean, actually start following you if you follow him oh he, yeah, follows, <laughs> he follows me so there's a chance and i just do crappy <laughs> memes yeah i think it's kind of cool because i think there's i think that's part of like their their new push to be you know to be present mm-hmm. on 
on the interwebs out there uh, and, yeah. and then be present on the social media where they want they want that ability for so it's required that every time you go to the bathroom you t- uh, tweet something yes well, just I mean, like that's just like mob rules <laughs> yeah exactly it's actually a app called um was it places i pooped yeah, <laughs> yeah i was gonna literal, say shitter but it was a, a little, ah, ah, hey i like that that's good. <laughs> pretty good and accurate as well <laughs> yeah. um ted what, what have you been up to uh, i've been reading books <laughs> like that's, that's about it <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think before the podcast, I was like, "Oh my gosh, I'm so glad we're done with this series." And it's it's not because I don't like the series, but I'm just like, "Oh wow, I could paint again. This is gonna be great." Although I have been as, putting other stuff together. I was gonna say, as you've instantly lined up like two more books that you want, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you want to read. <laughs> Thankfully, it's just two and not twelve. <laughs> it took us like a year. <laughs> we're only uh, six months late. Oh, yeah. okay. Um, but I got some of the uh, uh, was it the Grot tanks. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I wish I brought those I, I hadn't I, I'd seen them in person like across the table once like I think they were at a, a painting competition down at LVO actually I think it was the first time I'd seen them in person and you know as like an orc player I'm like I don't know I shouldn't really be buying orc stuff because like any orc player who's worth their salt can make those in like a heartbeat you know yeah and uh, so you, but know, you I, have books to read man you don't have time <laughs> for conversion so, but I got them anyway I was like all right well I'm gonna do this and um, I was yeah I think they're pretty cool like there's um, there's some versatility so you can swap the kits out and make them into different things uh and uh um yeah i wish they had like more gun i mean they have all the gun options but only one of each one mm-hmm. so, oh, you know, so like, you're forced to have a uh, like a different one of each right so there's five guns and there's five possible uh loadouts because i think one tank there's four tanks one of them has two gun uh op- is or, it uh, kind of like the uh killican kit where you get like three killicans in one box but you mm-hmm. can't give them all the same weapon just because of how yes. it's laid out <laughs> yeah so it's kind of obnoxious but then once again you know an orc player should be able to make whatever <laughs> so you just like get your evergreen stuff out and start making some plastic weapons yeah. buy yourself some like plastic tubing yeah got yourself a cannon <laughs> lots of big shooters um so got that and then uh, uh oh yeah i think you and i both got the uh, uh the gravonic servo hall i love that kit it, was, it cool. was amazing you've seen that kit i have so. seen it yeah, i haven't yeah, seen yeah. it in person oh uh, I've only i, seen I have it here somewhere. oh nice. uh, let's let's turn his volume back down <laughs> <laughs> i don't get to be part of this conversation <laughs> um shadow war terrain elitist <laughs> so and this was another one of ray dranfield's kits yeah. that, that he worked on so it comes with like a trailer that you can put like a crane Honestly, I bought the kit because of the crane. I thought mm-hmm. I like that I'm does a look cool. sucker for for rad scattered dude. Uh, uh, would that be a uh, orca um, wrecking ball? Like yeah, oh, wrecking yeah, ball yeah. of all wrecking balls. Yeah, right there. <laughs> like, throw it in your gargant. What I found out, or <laughs> what I found out through through this uh, Ray Dronfield's Twitter, is if uh-huh. you don't glue the back of the crane on, then that that back wheel portion can be used to hold the containers from mm-hmm. the the kit that came out at the yep. start of the year as well. So, yeah. I mean, it's all this interchangeable stuff. And I'm like, man, I got to go buy Promethean pipes now. So, all this crap lines up. It's, yeah. yeah. And so, yeah. I think, like, um, I think they showcased that as well in the White Dork. Um, but I think, like, they were talking about, like, how you can put the, the uh, containers on there. So, I think the same time, like, it ran down the shop. Like, as soon as, like, I heard that that was going to Actually, it was because of you. You're like, hey, look what I got pre-ordered. <laughs> like, what? That's a thing? <laughs> so, I quickly, like, ran down to Tier 1. Like, Jean, save me one. So, she did. And, like, I tried to find one of those, uh, the cargo container boxes. Yeah, but they're, they're gone. Sold out of 
out of yeah, town. Yeah, yeah. Really. Thankfully, um, yeah, Kurt uh, for my birthday got me one of those. So I got oh, one nice. Oh, nice. Like, oh man, this is awesome. That's and super they're super nice. red models. So that that the whole have, kit has so much scatter turn. You have one of those. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, I've, like, I've got one of those too, sitting in a box. Uh, we're having a conversation here. Sorry, that's not shadow or train. I'll go find the. This is an A B conversation. <laughs> put that's on, cool put on the have... filter. Oh. <laughs> oh. That's right. I stole that one. Yeah. <laughs> that's okay. We were getting a gift to you. Yeah. But yeah, it was a really rad terrain kit. And yeah. it kind of, it, it's, it's continued me buying random ass terrain that mm. I'll probably use. I might not. <laughs> but God, it looks good. Yeah. Yeah. And for 40 bucks, that wasn't yeah. too bad. Yeah. I, I mean, uh, and I'm kind of, I'm conditioned from, I missed out on the original uh, Void Shield generator. Mm. I got the plasma obliterator, but I'm conditioned for all of these terrain things to be. Yeah, we got one run, and then they're gone away. So yeah. if I see a terrain piece that's even, like, slightly cool, like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'll buy it. Yeah. Did you try the mission that's in the Gravata? No, not yet, no. Okay. Oh, they come with missions? That yeah, it comes cool. with a mission, too. Oh, that's I, well, cool. I'm curious to see if it go, if it scales or, like, uh, translates into 8th edition, because it's definitely a 7th edition. Oh, uh, yeah, mission. yeah, yeah. Um, it's kind of like you can move them in the center, and one person, like, they're like, oh, you must destroy the means of production and cargo and stuff like that before you go mm-hmm. in. So it gives it kind of, like, a toughness and wounds characteristic for each of the pieces, yeah. and the attacker has to destroy each of the pieces, but you as a defender can move them. Oh, cool. So, I mean, it's, I think, like, they, they gave a character and it seems like it's going to be kind of like seventh edition, or I'm sorry, eighth edition, because I think like they had that philosophy, but still, it's like yeah. it's, it's seventh edition rules. So it's like, yeah, they're all strength seven. I think uh, two of them are uh, three wounds with a three up save, and the uh, the crane itself oh, is like they a, gave them wounds. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Six oh, so that's like eighth editions. Yeah, it'd be fairly yeah. easy to translate. I feel. Um, I think they just don't have that, like, you know, with like vehicles, it's supposed to change their stats or something like that. And then also, oh, they yeah, didn't yeah, have yeah, like yeah. the auto hit things. And I think there's also I don't remember if there's initiative characteristics or not. Even though there isn't no. one for that vehicle mm-hmm. yeah but yeah it was kind of cool because i think it's like three objectives and i think the fender puts it on their table edge in their deployment zone and uh, yeah i like the crane can't move but the other two can move six inches but if you have the crane hooked up to the, the then it can tractor, move the crane can, oh, yeah cool. and i don't think you have to have a guy on it next to it either so it's not like artillery so you no. can just like truck yeah. around with it because so. it's all like some servitor with a remote control far away nice uh, i like that burp, burp. I think in the rules, like they were talking about, like how you just use anything that's suitable. So it's not yeah. like you could still use the rules without having like the, the actual model. kit. Mm-hmm. Grab yeah, yourself a Tonka truck. There you yeah. And you're exactly. good to go. Yeah. Man, I miss so. that thing. <laughs> so that was cool. It did take a little bit longer than I thought it was going to put together. Yeah, but, yeah. It was uh, pretty. Yeah. Is it fiddly or is it just. No, no. Just a lot of pieces. Absolutely not. Although I think there's like there's optional parts that go into the tops, like the little circles, like like there's that grabby arm, yeah. And the the there, there's, cutter. There's there's one spare little... piece. Oh okay. Which is the hook, so you can have the oh, big. Right, right. You can have like the big kind of like um, grabby crane grain mm-hmm. crane game grabby the claw. claw. Has chosen. Yeah, or you can have kind of like a little hook. I okay. chose the grabby claw because yeah. it looks badass. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then the rest of it, I mean, some of the parts are interchangeable around where they go. What yeah. I found, I spent kind of most of my time doing was uh, kind of just shaving down the um, the nubbins, you know, like oh. the, the clipping nubbins where like you kind of clip it off the sprue. Oh, okay. Because there was a lot of contact points there. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So so that was where my time was mostly spent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think like a lot of those, uh, you know, like the 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 alternate bits, so like the, um, and even though they're not extras, like the, the little aerials, you know, they had like two yeah. or three aerials oh, yeah, and they yeah, had yeah. like the grabber claws and they had like something else. Like, oh, the, I don't know what it was. Yeah. So um, I think like some of those like just kind of fit there, but they weren't like friction bonded very well. So I think like one claw in particular like kept like falling off 
So, I mean, you kind of have to either glue it or... Oh, like, I glued it. all of that crap oh, on yeah. there. Yeah. 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 Well, I hadn't read the rules yet, so I was kind of like, oh, I'll re- better finish this and then like read the rules. Yeah, and yeah, if yeah. it matters, then it makes I'll do something. Yeah. But then part of me is like, dude, this is look awesome on like a Killican. <laughs> so yeah. I'll just keep those aside. Dude, just like the grabber claw oh, yeah. as a yeah, fist. Holy, that'd be great. That'd be really cool. So, no, it was a really solid kit. It was really dope. Yeah, um, nice. Just took a while to put together. So yeah. I was up until like one in the morning. Nice. Like, but ah, worth it. Yeah, I went. I actually went to bed late that night as well. I was like on the couch, kind of making it. My wife was yeah. like, yeah, "I'm gonna go to bed." I'm like, yeah, "I'll be right up when I'm done." I was like, "Yeah, I was up late." Two hours later, <laughs> <laughs> that's up late. That's always so, the way it works. So that's it. So, yeah. what do you been up to, Phil? What you done? Um, just playing Played my thirty games. Yeah, I was gonna say playing my <laughs> usual number of games. I've uh, been playing some uh, Shadow Wars, which has been mm. a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. So rad. Uh, yes, a lot of fun. Really cool. We've been doing some of the. Uh, some of the different ones, like bringing in some of the specialists and and doing uh, like the lone uh, lone operative game, okay. which is really kind of cool, super brutal, mm, but super brutal. cool. Just like the ability oh. to bring in, like you know, all of a sudden it's like, hey, all of a sudden Eversur, you know, <laughs> you yeah. know, like okay. I mean, you know, instead of like surprise Harlequins, it was like surprise Eversur, so <laughs> <laughs> all up in your grill, oh, and uh, yeah, it was just kind of interesting, um, just seeing like the 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 variety that you can get with that game. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. it's I know it, it was it seemed like it was like a quick you know system that they kind of put together and oh. um but it because they don't well, they, yeah i, I was just gonna say they also yeah, yeah i was they guess they repurposed they a lot of love in that book. yes into the original one and I, it's like i think it's mainly kind of, cool. kind of like the additional stuff you're talking about right like so like the loan operative missions and things like that stuff okay. like that well, yeah. I, well i was even thinking it seems like they they it didn't seem like they ever intended to like support this system yeah. like a whole lot it mm. was kind of like their thing where it was like all right we're just gonna throw this out there and then it did way better than they ever expected. Yeah. Um, and I, I heard they're actually going to cancel 8th edition and just do uh, Shadow Wars. <laughs> you know I would just be okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. You're going to have to give me some more kill teams, but yeah. you know, I, I think I'd be okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's uh, it's it's a lot of fun. Really kind of diverse uh, set of gameplay that you can have with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. I just... I just What I really want them to do is put out like um, a kit of, of ladders and walkways. That'd be like a kit cool. of just ladders and walkways yeah. so yeah. you can like help connect because at this point I we've been kind of doing did that but really mm-hmm. yeah I don't that would really be kind of cool Necromunda at all I think it'd be really cool yeah. if they did it because you know get the vertical stretch there because you know if we don't have the actual big you know, box like their stuff you know you don't yeah. have a lot of these ladders and stuff and it's like technically Why you're not we... allowed to go up unless there's a ladder yeah. and let me go to the train store. I actually went into uh, one of the local train stores, uh, hobby stores, and I think I found like it's not. I don't think it's evergreen. There's a plastruct. I think it is. Mm-hmm. Like they do like kind of custom shapes, and they had a whole bunch of ladders. So I just like bought them. I was like, really? oh, I'm going to put these on the side of my stampa. Oh, but, nice. Yeah, I mean that would be. Oh, that would be perfect. Yeah. Easy. yeah. Boop done. I'll have to check in. I'll yeah. have to check that out because because we've been using. Um... Well, I bought them all. So. Oh, <laughs> you have to ask him. <laughs> Please order more. Yeah, but, but it's a good. Uh, yeah, like, yeah, that's uh, a really good. Hobbies they're pretty good for a lot of stuff. So. Yeah, that's pretty cool because I've I, we. Uh, We've just been doing the ghetto where I, I put a, uh, a strip <laughs> masking of, of tape. masking oh. tape and be like, this wow. is a ladder and this is a walkway. Well, it's just been going that fly strip. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, just like, well, yeah, just, you know, marking where it's, it's supposed future. to be. Exactly. You know, so I will. I mean, I will say in the Shadow Wars, Everser Assassin is so OP. Oh, <laughs> so, you know, with a movement value of six, it can run 18 or charge 18 because mm-hmm. of the special rules. Oh, OK. And it also has a special rule where if at the end of your turn, if you are not down or in combat, you can put yourself in Overwatch. Huh. So I can play yeah. this adversary assassin, and I'm, Overwatch. I'm running at 18 yeah. inches going into Overwatch. He's at ballistic skill 8. Oh, So damn. even at the minus 1, he's, so, a yeah, he's still hitting on 2. <laughs> so yeah, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's a sustained fire weapon yeah. with a 2-up poison no that, way. that you don't have to roll to wound for. Oh, 
balls. So yeah. he was just dropping homies left and right. It's pretty uh, brutal. Yeah, it was pretty, it was pretty, pretty brutal. Pretty brutal. Okay, but uh, but, but yeah, fun. But it is a lot of fun. <laughs> and that's the thing is like you know I you know I have my usual fill roles with these things, so I don't do super well. But it's still a lot of fun mm-hmm. to be able to play it. It feels very tactical and it feels very interesting. And I like the whole mechanic of continuing with with your kill team and, and mm-hmm. building them, which is like yeah. part of I. Had, thought i wanted to get into necromunda for a while because i was like that that concept alone mm-hmm. really appealed to me i thought it was really cool it sounded a lot of fun yeah. and being able to do it with my 40k models is even better like yeah. that's just like beyond better to me because i i you know well, i love I the know. aesthetic i love the aesthetic of the 40k models yeah. better than the gangers to be honest nothing, no, but nothing beats like having a character who could lose a leg you get a bionic leg so now you have like an increase to your toughness they lose an eye you get a laser eye and now they can shoot better and then like just as you're like just beating the crap out of people they die yeah. You know, like, there's, there's something to that. I mean, yeah. like, Jesus Christ. God, that. she's amazing now. Yeah. <laughs> she's dead. Jesus Christ, that, how rich was your gang that you were buying bionic legs? And laser <laughs> well, I had an archaeotech horde, so it's oh. like, oh, here's free stuff. I'm like, Sweet. <laughs> and we had a reroll policy, so. <laughs> I am grabbing um, my, like, my Ashers out of storage. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the next thing I'm going to do with Shadow Wars after, I'm going to do an Orc gang next. And then after mm-hmm. that, I'm going to do, like, an Inquisitorial Warband, kind of oh, like Eisenhorn cool. style. Mm-hmm. Oh, that'd be cool. Using kind of like Azure gangers and Imperial Guard guys and, and, and things like that'd that. Be cool. I know that Mini Wargaming is doing, um, like, a Necromunda uh, Shadow Wars thing where they're kind of, like, changing it slightly so that, yeah. they, they, that you can play just Necromunda gangs in shadow wars which okay. i think is kind of cool so they you know in the way matt put it he's like it only takes like a little bit of tweaking to yeah, be able to do them so yeah it sounds 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 kind of interesting sounds cool. so i've been doing that mm-hmm. um i've also been slowly painting some death watch i've been busy at work so i haven't been able to hobby as much as i wanted to uh, um but i've been i've been now you'll be able to <laughs> now soon enough yeah <laughs> off contract would be nice but uh i've been slowly painting up some death watch guys like i've got mm-hmm. painting up some uh vanguard vets and some uh, Terminators. So I've been mm. I've been painting those and basically only getting progress when I have to film my deep thoughts thin coat. So you know I'll take I'll take it when I can. So you're like nine weeks ahead in filming now. No, no, not even. So, um, but so yeah, you joined the one hour a week group. What's up? <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. I guess so. Yeah, in, in, inadvertently, yeah, I've pretty much been joining the one hour a week group. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of long. It'll be kind of cool, and, and I'll have these other options that I could so I could run those kill teams for like three days <laughs> before before i see what happens in eighth edition so yeah but i think it'll be cool i think they're cool looking and i modeled them just to be whatever i wanted you know what i mean so i was like i was like all right a lover I want... a fighter yeah, and a pretty poet. Much. yeah exactly i was like i was like i want to melt a, i want to melt a fist on my guy because that's just a cool weapon it's like uh-huh. i don't know if points wise it makes sense to run it but i'm like that's cool i want one so now i'm gonna model it up and yeah. then i had like the vanguard vets i was like Double lightning claws, uh, uh, heavy thunder hammer. Yeah. This guy's got a power fist and a graph pistol because why not? Sure. <laughs> yeah, because sure, it sounds <laughs> like fun, you know. Yeah. So I've just been you know messing around and playing with that stuff, and it's been so. Speaking of poets, real quick, did we receive any haikus on Twitter? Uh, no, no. Oh, okay, <laughs> I'm still waiting for the ten tampon. No. Uh, yeah, cases. yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so I'm waiting for haikus slightly more. <laughs> More fan interaction. Yeah. yeah, I haven't checked the uh, yellow box in a bit. Yeah. So. <laughs> more, <laughs> more fan interaction, less uh, used feminine products. Yeah. That's, so, John, what have you been up to? That's all I can say. Well, I have been up to uh, not much. <laughs> um, I'm reading, just like Ted, yes. kind of get caught up there. 
Um, oh, it take you two weeks. <laughs> I, two hours. I bought and assembled uh, some bikes. Uh, I'm, I've decided oh, yeah. I'm going to fist. I'm, I'm fisting into eighth. No, <laughs> that's mm-hmm. that's so. I like I, mm-hmm. everything I'm reading kind of about the Marines and the restocking and stuff like that. I'm like, yeah, and I have all of this heresy stuff in boxes still. Mm. And I think more than any army I have right now, the most unassembled inbox stuff is for my Marines. Really? So and you have a lot of stuff that's assembled and painted. It is. Yeah. Well, so. Yeah. Yeah. I have about 3000 points of Marines, mm. um, but it's, it's a very specific force. So oh, okay. like I have like 80 tactical bolt gun guys. Okay. Um, like I have like three dreads and a couple other things and some 30 K stuff too. Um, Your so, cabinet's looking a little bare. What's I, I've been pulling stuff out. Okay, I'm playing it in my okay. surround, and now also my dog bumped into it. So a <laughs> bunch of it got in October. Oh, oh, yeah. Panda. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, I, I've decided I'm going to be kind of focusing on fist for a while. So like, uh, I want to get a couple bike squads. I want to get a, an attack bike squad. Like every time I play against you, Phil, mm-hmm. like I'm surprised about how effective attack bikes are. They are. And, and literally also how cool they look. Yeah, to be honest. Exactly. Because right now with the the rules being what they are and then kind of everything in flux, I'm just kind of going by what looks really cool. Yes. Uh, so so that's kind of how I'm going with that one. Yeah. Uh, I think I read. I mean, we're, we're all members of that kind of one hour a night Facebook group. Yeah. Um, mm, I've read not, Phil. not me <laughs> <laughs> one hour a week. <laughs> one hour a week. I've read a lot of people kind of. I love com- that group by the way. Like that, it's a really positive, yeah, like, really good group. Not basically. really complaining about the Fire Raptor kit. Yeah. But kind of not, you know, like, oh, God, it's such a chore. Oh, you know, it's all this kind yeah. of thing. I have an unassembled Fire Raptor kit, so I'm thinking of kind of putting that together on mm. film uh, and putting that up there. Because oh, cool. while it is hard, yeah, I mean, I have one I put together there. Okay. And if and it's kind of like, if I can do it, then, then you can do it. <laughs> wait, mean, wait, are you saying that I'm going to put it on film? <laughs> no, I mean, like, I am broke, so maybe that would help. <laughs> I mean, kind of like if, if someone of my level is able to put it together to yeah. kind of a satisfactory level, okay. then, then most people should be able yeah, to. Yeah, do it. And it's a beautiful kit, so, so that also really yeah. helps, too. Um, so, yeah, I, I mean, I've just been assembling stuff. I, I bought some of the... Uh, the the Averland Sunset Spray mm-hmm. uh, finally came in stock locally. So oh, okay. I mean, base coding guys left and right bought nice. some bikes. So, yeah, good to go. Cool. That's dope. I'm <sighs> excited to see you doing a a, a model build review video. Yeah, well, I'm gonna give it a try. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't have the practice. I'm just gonna be like, I, when your hypothesis is, is like, look, guys, it really isn't that hard. It's just fucking, yeah. It's it's a resin model. Get a hair dryer. Oh, okay. uh, maybe a little bit more positive than that. I haven't decided kind of the tone <laughs> the whole thing's going to yeah. go through. Oh, and then also, um, after last episode, I got messaged by uh, Peter from NGC40K. Okay. Um, he's super into the idea of doing um, newsreel reviews from the front. Yeah. So he sent me some samples of that. So I'm going to be putting together oh, cool. some um, 1940s style newsreels. Very oh, cool. Sweet. Yeah, very okay. cool. I'll, I'll let you have a listen to those okay. in a bit there. No, yeah. no, you guys listening. Cause, <laughs> yeah. You'll never hear You're it. Ne- no. Um, <laughs> but no, it's, it's, it's super sweet. It's come along really, really good. Oh, uh, cool. I was like getting stuff from Peter. Yeah. Just like I get this random voice message, which is like this <laughs> really funny audio clip. But yeah. Super, super good, but yeah, I haven't played really anything at all. Uh, I mean, I think right. honestly, with like 40k, I'm on a holding pattern right now. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm a lot of people are too. I'm, yeah, I'm good with seventh at this point. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like you were a lot of fun. I have lots of good memories of you. Yeah, uh, I'm way too hyped for eighth. I feel I would be hypercritical of seventh now if I played it. Oh, okay. Um, I feel I'll probably still do one or two more games just to kind of see the addition out. Uh-huh. Um, but but for mostly, I'm just. Yeah, I'm just gonna you know 
paint my stuff, get ready. Yeah. Uh, you're going to be doing some orcs for, for eighth, right? Yeah. It, you know, it's it, the summer of the orcs. Yeah. So. It aligns with your summer of orcs. And then <laughs> Phil, you're, you're working hard on your everything. everything? <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, my, my plan is this summer to, to, to make a huge, as big a dent as I can in my backlog of stuff that I've got going on. So I've still got a bunch of death watch stuff, a bunch of uh, gene stealer cult stuff. That needs to get painted up. I'm pretty happy with the force of Dark Angels I have right now. I guess that yeah. might change depending upon what comes out in eighth. But I've got like enough stuff that I could. Spread, yeah, yeah. I've got a good spread in my Dark Angel stuff, so I'm I'm looking forward to to kind of building up my my Death Watch and my my Gene Stealer Cult, so I have a bit more of a versatility going into eighth edition with them, trying yeah. to see what what's available to play them with. So yeah, it should be interesting. So I've been going back and re, uh, watching the. Uh, do you ever see that guy um, as an orc player? You probably. I, I hope you have. Um, Ian Wyatt Waz, he's like a scratch builder. Like he does like everything out of plastic card. Uh, occasionally he'll get a kit and like kit bash it, but he's just like his shit is amazing. Mm-hmm. Like it's Forge World level uh, stuff. But uh, he's been on YouTube for years. But he just does like like these talkies. Um, he's out of York, I think UK. Oh, nice. Yeah, uh, yeah. But yeah, it's really it's fascinating. Like he's doing a um, he's doing a um, uh, a warlord titan for orcs, <laughs> and he's building it. Like yeah, oh, is that, is that <laughs> the one? I think I think I uh, may have seen. Pe- is it the one that has like pieces, bits and pieces gone like no. a war? Oh, no, there's someone I, else. I, I, that's really cool. Like, yeah. That's a very expensive kit bash. Like he's yeah. going, like he's I doing think, every single bolt, every single nut, every yeah. single everything's out of plastic. I, I think uh, you'll okay. find Beyond. it's it's actually a Wa Lord Titan. Uh, waka 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 waka. Let's get that pun in. But no, uh, if you get a chance, like well, I, if, check it out if, when you log into our uh, YouTube. I, I have them subscribed. So, yeah. <laughs> check it out. So check that done. out there. Yeah. yeah, I've always been like. I really like 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 orc players and stuff who kind of make their own stuff from scratch. Yeah, I have to have a solid base to go from, though. You know, I can have like yeah. a little bit of plastic card and a little bit of rivets, but mm. there's never been a time I've looked at like 75 sheets of plastic card and be like, "Let's do this." Yeah, yeah. all right. I, I'm also I'm also the opposite. I'm the opposite where it's like I just basically stick to the kits, and the most yeah. I do is like change out heads, I change right. out arms and stuff. Like the most you know, quote unquote, kit bashed kit that i've ever done was i created my librarian on a bike by oh, okay. by putting a, a psychic hood that i carved out of a shoulder pad onto his <laughs> yeah. head and changed out the sword in his uh-huh. hand and that was like that was that's about as close yeah. as i've come i've cut no. off some arms and i've cut off you know done things like that but that's spoilers. about it because otherwise i really i have a hard time like oh, building course. things yeah, like that it's just different yeah no spoilers for, sure. for beast rises i will be uh Kit bashing myself a new chapter master. Really? <laughs> a little Thane? Yeah, a little Thane action. <laughs> nice. Spoilers. Spoilers. Good, good thing you didn't model by Corlin. So so yeah. So. He did, but oh. the dog ate it. <laughs> oh, his his oh. own beast ate it. Man. Well, we just ruined this last of the series for you. Yeah. So so <laughs> you'll have to wait two more hours. <laughs> I mean, luckily we record our intro like at the end, so we're gonna be like, don't listen <laughs> yeah. if you haven't read, because we spoil it accidentally. Several times <laughs> in the past three episodes you've already listened yeah. to. That's that's the one thing I'm very happy about this episode is uh-huh. that I no longer have to worry about uh-huh. spoiling the series. Well, you already YouTube. did it last. Right? I know, but I don't have to worry about it anymore. We had no choice. Ted. There was <laughs> John no choice. was there to back you up. Yeah, and you guys, it. you guys made that choice. <laughs> I know. I, I keep making that choice. Should we have Phil on the show or not? <laughs> All right, let's call Phil. It's a difficult decision <laughs> every single week. Oh my! Wait, every week? When are you guys recording with them? This is every two weeks. Oh right. But um, he doesn't yeah. know about unmob rules. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the fight club. Yeah, exactly. Don't talk about don't rule talk number one about. of unmob rules. Don't talk about unmob rules. 
Rule number two, make unmob rules. <laughs> we haven't gotten to rule number two yet. I, I believe your uh, your podcast is called Don't John's Allowed. Uh, it's a subtitle. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we, we're going to be talking about our, our last three books in the Beast right. Arises series when we come back. Okay, uh, let's get into we're, it. Yeah, we're kind of excited to, to get this finished. I mean, not because we don't like the story and all that other kind of stuff, yeah. but we're also like, we're like, yeah, we're going to do this every month and we're going to review them as they come out. And now it's like... Five months after it's finished, <laughs> and me and Ted yeah. are like, we we gotta we gotta do this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm glad we just bit the bullet. And, yeah, yeah like, I did. Is, I would like to emphasize that it was those two who have been waiting <laughs> yeah. for five months to finish it. <laughs> I've been done for a long time. <laughs> Shut up, you I, I will say, cheaper without kids. <laughs> yeah, I do. Read. I, I, I I like to hide behind the kids, but really, it's I, I was gonna say, I'm really slow reader. I don't know how you guys didn't catch up to me. <laughs> um, I did read two and a half of these books today in about six hours. Yeah. So yeah. so I'm. I'm you know, blessed, cursed yeah. with speed reading. So, so well, and well, made notes yeah. on top. Of I was going like, to say, so we're on doubles. Yeah, reading. so we're on the opposite of Ted when it comes to modeling things. On the opposite of John when it comes to reading things. <laughs> so, so to be fair, one of my notes I just opened up here just says "lol" with an arrow. <laughs> so it's more of a reminder for me. <laughs> hey, remember to read yeah, this. Remember to lol here. Actually, yeah. I think like Amanda read it and put those notes in there. <laughs> hey, John, read this. Hey, John, read this. Yeah. That's why it took two and a half hours. <laughs> so yeah, that's. That's it. So, so we're gonna take a quick yeah. break. We're gonna come back and we're going to spoiler, spoiler. We're gonna all, rise this beast all up in here. We're gonna talk about the last quarter of the beast rises, and we're also probably gonna summarize the whole series because you know why the hell not? Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, see you in two weeks. Man, my old lady is so moody right now. I hate that time of the month. Not me. I buy generic tampons. They clean up all that gross lady stuff, and she's happy because we've saved money. Wow, generic tampons. I'll have to give those a try. Damn, I can't believe I lost another game. All of my dice are rolling once. Quit the whining, man. You should change your cotton. Another rending hit. Thanks, generic brand tampons. Generic brand tampons, not just for ladies. For a limited time, send in six applicator sticks for a free dice bag. And we're back to finish what we started. Probably more than a year ago, about 18 months ago. Yeah, Yeah, it's close. Um... Because we were we were pretty hype about this series coming yeah, out, yeah. kind of uh, yeah. like even from the little fluff burbs, <laughs> fluff blurbs we wrote, uh, read about in old orc codexes about the beast, yeah, and how this you know huge one. They're like, hey, we're gonna tell you about it, mm-hmm. like, oh, and they're like, oh, also you know, there's gonna be this like grandmaster called Van Gorch in there, and I'm like, oh, I know about that too. So oh, it was wow. like super hype though the okay. whole time. So you you had known about Thane and Van? Because I remember you mentioning Thane at so, one point, and then. Uh, the beheading and so on. I mean, were some of these like researches that you did when we started the series, or was the, it, like the, stuff that you knew beforehand? The or? the, the Thane stuff was okay. Um, uh, was which uh, stuff I, I found out after we okay. started reading it. Um, the Van Gorge stuff is stuff I knew before, like because I'm oh, cool. I'm huge on kind of like you know the timeline bits in the book, okay. mm-hmm. where you just kind of read along. It's just yeah. These, stupid little stories are like two sentence blurbs, and you're mm. like, whoa, bud, tell me more. I want to know more. What, yeah. what happened there? Oh, okay. Um, and, you know, the beheading is, is kind of one of those kind of style of blurbs, uh-huh. as is kind of the beast. Okay. Um, so so yeah. kind of going in, as soon as I read Fangorich, I was like, oh, that name's familiar. Mm. You know, go back through my, 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 my books there. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, okay. <laughs> and then when the, the uh, Amazon, you know, released the, the names of all of the books of the series, and the last one is called The Beheading. <laughs> And I'm like, I know Games Workshop really oh, tried to like they really did try like three at a time. Yeah, <laughs> and then Amazon's just like, yep, yeah, whatever. Here's all twelve. <sighs> By the way, you can read it now for free. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so today we're gonna be talking about the last three in the uh, what's I know like a sequel, a trilogy is like three movies. What's a twelve? A series. 
the last three books in the series of the uh, Beast Arises, uh, Tales of the 32nd Millennium. Uh, we have uh, number 10, Last Son of Dorne by David Geimir. Uh Number 11, Shadow of, Shadow of Olinor uh, by Rob Sanders. And, and finally, the, the aforementioned Beheading by Guy Haley. Nice. Yep. Um, lots of stuff kind of happened in this <laughs> in these three books. Let's talk about Last Son of Dorne. Okay. Um, to me, Last Son of Dorne was purely there um, to establish the Death Watch in, in their tactics and as a fighting force. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of start maneuvering the High Lords to where they needed to be. Um, and then also uh, kind of... Had some know. awesome battle scenes. Had some awesome battle scenes. It gave us our. It gave us our. Uh, was it our Deuce Ex Machina? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so kind of that, that's kind of my takeaway uh, for from Last Son of Dorne. What, what are your kind of thoughts or tactics? Um, so at this point, uh, the the I think we we now have the secret weapon. We have the I think that that was the number nine really, but they led up to this, and so it was. Right, like they're the, doing the raids and getting yeah. the sisters. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. They're leveling their characters. <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah, and that was kind of grinding it out. <laughs> yeah. So I think like it has been a lot of like assembling the team. Like this is the Avengers, like the pre uh, the ups to the the Avengers movies. Yeah. So you get an Iron Man, you're getting Spider Man, you're getting all those guys, um, and I think like you're laying the groundwork for what's to come. I mean, I guess like that's always the case, but yeah, um, yeah. I think in a lot of ways, like that really, like in a lot, I think some of these, some of these books, like they really felt like it was the bookkeeping. It was like, okay, now we yeah. have to get to this. Yeah. All right, we know A has to go to B, and so we're going to yeah. do this. So I mean, in book ten is the in kind of book nine, they kind of got the plan of you know we're going to get the orc psychers, we're going to use them yeah. as a bomb. Book ten is when they go and actually get those psychers, uh, mm-hmm. uh, for the most part. Yeah, and it was a combination of kind of getting those psychers and kind of uh, establishing their their potency as a weapon. Yeah, um, and also kind of showing off the development of the Death Watch. Yeah, I mean mm-hmm. more than anything, I think you thought that was number ten mostly the Death Watch. I thought that was mostly like not eight. Well, nine. it's eight and nine as well, but very much okay. ten as well. I would yeah. say kind of because it's I showing... think they're established really by this point. Yeah, yeah. through eight, but they nine... are showing that off. Like, yeah, for sure. Through eight, nine, and ten, it's kind of a development of them as a fighting force. You okay. know, where yeah. eight, where they all randomly show up in a courtyard, I'm like, oh, I pinned mm-hmm. my armor black too. To this one of <laughs> kind of being like specific cells mm-hmm. sent to do like specific things at specific yeah. times across galaxies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought that was super cool because it showed them um, each of the different missions were going after a, an orc psyker in a very in very different locations in different situations mm-hmm. and it showed the diversity that the death watch were going to do like that they were very mission specific you know what i mean like they had the one where they were going after the guy and it was like the frozen wastes there and they oh, were with okay. the, the, the with the valhallens and like they're taking off in like modified attack bikes you know what i mean so mm-hmm. there was like two of them going on because they had to, they had to go across this like giant you know, frozen wasteland to try to get across there. And there's like already established battle lines that they were going into. Yeah. And then there was other ones where they had to uh, like infiltrate. Wasn't there like an underwater? Yeah. Uh, it really reminded base? me of like the shadow wars terrain set where yes. they have like a okay. massive oil rig. Yes. Uh-huh. yes Cause yes, that's yes. how it's described to me as well. So I just yeah. imagine like I, that's great because like as I'm reading this, I'm picturing this display in my head. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, them kind of breaking into this because they start in the water and it kind of like pirates the Caribbean vibe of kind yeah. of like walking around this uh, on the seafloor, mm-hmm. and then kind of just kind of going in the bottom and just 
taking everyone by surprise. That one was yeah. kind of like weird because I think like from the very beginning they realized like all right like our sister's probably not going to last. I think they had like one or two characters that were like look they're not going to be able to survive the depths of the ocean for very long, so we have to go in there and they're probably going to die, but we're going to get that work and we're going to pull them out right. Yeah. So they were kind of like I think towards the end at least they knew like her her life support's not going to last through this trip, which and, is weird because her life she is like the one person that is necessary yeah. for her to succeed. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, and they but were just kind of like nonchalant yeah. like yeah she's going to die. Yeah, but they also you also show them that like sacrificing for her to like to make sure that she yeah. like yeah. as as long as as much as possible. Oh which, yeah, which I thought was kind of cool that mm-hmm. they you know that a lot of these they went like, which kind of goes to I guess the ethos of the Death Watch where it's like they're smaller squads that are being sent into situations where you know where usually if you go in with like a chapter strength force uh-huh. you're you know unless you're the imperial fist you're probably yeah. going to do well you know <laughs> <laughs> imperial, oh. fist, if, if, imperial fist if you go in large numbers you're probably all going to die yeah. Yeah. your entire oh. chapter is going to get wiped out that's what they do best like i, I read the chapter wasn't even there but I, they still got wiped out yeah, yeah. <laughs> there was a there was a really bad cold that hit during that time so, uh, so half, half the chapter dies <laughs> i mean what they Set find out after nine here just to kind of recap yeah. is is the the way to they they create bombs out of uh, weird boys yes, pretty right. much okay. so so they found that when weird boys are around a lot of orcs then all of their psychic energy kind of rises up and that's yeah. kind of where their psychic power comes from so they figured if they put a sister of silence beside a weird boy and cut him off from that psychic power and then just suddenly take her away then it overloads it's, it's them. like a dam yeah, yeah, it overloads and everyone's heads explode within yeah. within radius. So that's and that was kind of weird. Like, it, I mean, it, it felt a little I don't know, like makeshifty. But I mean, it's not a, a tactic they employ uh, currently. You know, right? Like, so it's it, like it was a one and done. Like, ah, that was too good. Let's hide this tactic now. Mm-hmm. So, so that felt a little bizarre. But it was I don't know. It was still I mean, interesting uh, and a, a beautiful yeah. visual. I mean, at the same time, you do need that kind of deus ex machina uh, sure. of how do I defeat the largest orqua with trillions of orcs, yeah. like quickly and efficiently. When it, when a primarch couldn't handle it, on yeah, own, you know. Okay. So, although I guess like after this, the sisters disappear for a long time. Yeah, right? exactly. So maybe that's yeah. What, like that whole thing goes away. Yeah, and... I think like fluff wise, they've only really recently come yeah. back. So, um, but yeah, I, th- I just thought it was kind of interesting, you know, seeing. Like they said, you know, they came up with this concept of what they were going to do, so they needed to go collect these, these orcs, these weird boys, so that yeah. they could they could make the bombs essentially to go in there mm-hmm. and, and try to strike at them. Um, but I just thought it was kind of cool seeing the, the the Death Watch going into these situations where um, the odds weren't stacked in their favor mm-hmm. and adapting to the different situations yeah. and going in with different forces, with different gear, with different equipment, depending upon what the what what the actual mission mm-hmm. required, which is you know goes directly into the whole death watch yeah you know idea so they so then they bring the orcs back yes um they get a, a ship with the three of them on it um i think corlin he's been playing uh uh senatorium for a little bit i think he decides yeah. like all right he's ready so he's going to assemble everybody and for he decides that he's also going to be the one to deliver the final blow yeah because they fit they know of course like in the previous books we discover where they are of course they're in Olinor, they're in gorkagrad or whatever it's called yeah gorkagrad i love that <laughs> yeah. and uh so so they're all going there like a big old army so this yeah. is the second time they've gone there yeah uh, so they're prepared they're ready for it yeah but they're also but this also wasn't this like they were sending like all the forces they had left. Oh yeah, like the, like the you know like the the Imperial Senate, the, yeah. you know, the the High Lords of Terror were just like because they had were like, like you can't do that. You're going to leave us completely exposed. Like yeah. there's you know if you take away all these forces to go on this crusade, there's nothing that we can do. And mm-hmm. then they're and Corlin's like 
if we sit back, they're not going to be able to do anything anyway. They're not strong enough to protect Terra. Yeah. Like well, we I mean, need to make, uh, we need it, to take a proactive strike. It was still a them. fairly ragtag affair because politics yes. oh, yeah. bogged stuff down. So they didn't have all the navy ships. They didn't have all the the Astra Militarum. They didn't have. So they kind of had like a ragtag group of guys and kind of an insane plan. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, like I said I think my favorite is like uh, Corlin teleports down with what can only be described as kind of like a, a Death Star. And, wait, 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 <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Like this is the is this the first time that they've used teleport technology, orc teleport technology? This one retrofitted. I can't remember if they used no, it. No, 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 no. This was just regular teleporting. Yeah, this is just re- this is just the regular. Because I um, think that who was it that was using was it the Death Watch that was using the yes, work yeah, to blow up okay, ships and right. stuff. Yeah, they right. were using anyway, the teleporting. Yeah. So, so yeah, so Corlin teleports down to to Gorkagrod, this this capital Nolanor, <laughs> with his Death Star. With his Death Star, and there's like shields and protection, so he gets scattered. He he mishaps. Yeah. <laughs> he scatters. He's gonna place him, <laughs> and, and, and yeah. he landed in this room, and it, it was. Like three chapter masters, an Ogren, a Bulgren. Oh, yeah. A random commissar. Who's running the Bulgrens. Who's yeah. running. Oh, yeah. He's running the Bulgrens. That's yeah, what he's yeah. there for. Because yeah. <laughs> like the, the Ogren and Bulgren were just like, Ugh. so they had to have a commissar to like run them until so yeah. like old school Imperial Guard rules. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like they used to have an apple. So, so yeah, they yeah. come down and then they realize like they've scattered. Like, oh, well, there must be uh, fields that are stopping us from teleporting. Oh, shit. We have three more squads teleporting in. Yeah. So uh, they start to clear out just as like the next guys come down. Uh-huh. Yeah. Because they didn't want them to like teleport into, into their bodies because they were yeah. going to teleport in the exact same small room. But I really like the fact the orcs kind of, they, they forced them to all teleport to this one spot. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, this this as the series has progressed, like the orcs have gotten kind of smarter and smarter mm-hmm. and smarter about mm-hmm. it and they're kind of displaying these tactics of not, oh yeah, let's rush just tons of boys. Well, I mean, they do that too, but that's not like yeah. the, the angle was just not to rush a bunch of boys. Yeah. Um, and then the kind of this, this, for one of a better word, kill team, uh, or Death Star kind of heads on to where they think the main throne room is. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, it, they're going towards where uh, Beast Kroll had seen the the giant. What he thought I was, think the, that, was uh, the beast. Vulcan had got to that room too because he duked it out with uh, with the Beast. Was that and the lost. same? Was that the same? I knew. I, I don't think that was the same room. I don't know. If that, yeah, I don't so? know if that was okay. the same room. I know that they had they had be, they, you know they had duked it out because Corlin was there when they yeah. when when Vulcan had duked it out. But I think this was like. Beast Crawl was like, I don't want to go there. Oh, that okay. scared me. Yeah. And that's when everyone was like, oh, damn. Yeah. Like, if Beast Crawl's scared, then that says something. He's like, yeah, it does say something. <laughs> so he was like leading Sucker. them to, yeah, he was like leading them to that place. And he's uh-huh. like, I really don't want to do this, but, you know, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> I guess we're going to do this. Like, one of my, I, 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 I sticky noted this um, before they decided, like, okay, well, we're kind of fucked, but uh, we should probably go and try and kill the beast anyway. Yeah. Uh, Beast Cruel says, we came all this way. I brought all my favorite knives. <laughs> <laughs> and then Corbin said, how many? He said, enough for me. <laughs> um, it was at this point I decided that Beast Cruel was just Jason Statham. Yes. Oh, yeah. like yeah. a big yeah. Jason Statham. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. He was just Jason Statham. That is, and ever since for like the rest of the two and a half books, that was that was all I read was, was just Jason Statham. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Poor Cruel. Yeah, I love that guy. Um, He's a cool character. So, so while uh, this guy, uh, Death Star is kind of in the main uh, fortress, kind of working his way towards the beast to kind of take it out of the head. You have your distractionary force mm-hmm. of Fist Exemplars and, and Black mm-hmm. Templars. And, um, were the Fist and Exemplars kind of there? I think they were There's about gone. 40 of them. So oh, there's, okay. there's not a huge amount there. Yeah, because it was like a lot of them what were... Left. Yeah, because there's a bunch of them that are lost. Hanging out with hang, the Iron Warriors. Yeah, hanging out with the Iron Warriors. <laughs> yeah. Chilling, drinking tea. Yeah. Um, 
So, and it talks about kind of how, how awesome they are. Like, I, I have another sticky note here. It says BS9. Because uh, it said, as for Thane himself, he was too humble to keep a personal tally. But his helm display recorded it for him. 319 <sighs> oh, right. kills for 319 rounds expanded. <laughs> <laughs> one shot. Yeah. That's one amazing. kill. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, I'm not going to boast about it, but I'm the shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Execrators as well. But yeah, kind of just okay. a bunch of Space Marines. And they're driving forward. And the whole idea is to kind of distract the majority of the Wa away mm-hmm. from the palace. Yeah. Uh, but sadly, it's being run by the Beast. So at this point, if they get didn't they get out? I thought they had used one of the psychers against some orcs. Or was that later on? Oh, so no. Earlier in the book, they, they yeah. accidentally did. Yeah, that's right. One and, went off. Yeah. And it ended up like... Because they got hit by like a big wave of orcs, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the Sister of Silence died or was too far yeah. away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she had, like, it just blew all their heads. So like, oh, shit, this works. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> that was amazing. Like, battle wagons just came to a stop and yep. everything. Up. Was, it, was it this one as well where they landed... No, no, no. That was a, a different one here. Yeah. yeah. We're, we're talking about 12 at this point here. Okay. It all, it all goes together. Um, but they, they, they really start uh, the imagery in this book of indestructibleness. Yes. Mm-hmm. And kind of throughout. So, I mean, they, they go on about their umber pattern bolters uh, a bunch. It's practically oh, indestructible. Just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, I love the thing is like stuck on this umber pattern boulder. Yeah. And just like, he, he, he just loves it. He just, yeah. Like, I don't know. Yeah, he's like, Google's yeah, he's like, he's like, yeah. There's newer stuff, but oh, this is what I've got. It's a tank. It's, <laughs> yeah, this one is mine. <laughs> it's the irony of the Imperial Fist having something indestructible. Yeah. <laughs> so, so they get into the uh, the chamber, right? Yeah, right. Um, and I think at this point, like, there's no orc, right? Yeah, because um, and, but they see six uh, six thrones yeah. that are massive in size, massive giant like, thrones. I, I will say on their way there, yeah, um, oh, okay. Laurentis, the 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 Magos who's making oh, sure that right. the bomb goes off, and they made sure that he was there. I think yeah. like Call or not Call, uh, what's his head, uh, Kubrick didn't Kubrick. want him there. Right? Yeah, yeah, but he he asked if they could stop killing so many orcs. Because, oh, that's right, he because they them. he was like, no, well, no, because it's like for for this bomb to work, we need lots of orcs oh, okay. alive and nearby. Yeah. Please stop killing so many <laughs> while like they're being just assaulted from right. all over by by boys and and it, and it does mention as well they Use get tasers boys yeah they get progressively <laughs> bigger as like the further in they go yeah. as well uh, but yeah they come into the throne room and they see kind of like the six big thrones yep and it's then, like Castlevania in a lot of ways. Yeah. <laughs> you go through the castle, the, the guys get bigger and yeah. matter. <laughs> As you're leveling up. The yeah. <laughs> but what I super liked is they, they described the symbols on each like orc throne. Oh, okay. And it was, it was each all the clans. different clan. So yeah. there was an evil sun chair. Uh-huh. There was a snake bite chair. There was a death skull chair. Now, it didn't obviously outright say, this is the evil sun spot. Yeah. But, you know, like it described or the bad ones. Like, there's like of a, a yellow half moon on mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, that's so cool. So it's kind of like... Almost, a, I don't know if it's the start of the clan structure. I don't know how it was like before. Yeah, you can, you can kind of tell who oh, the, who's yeah. not the orc player because I did not pick up on oh, that at you? all. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, there's six of them. Cool. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's about as far as I got on that. Yeah. Um, but so so the so like one of these guys approaches. From, I forget which clan guy approaches. But uh, I don't remember. Either. A big old dude comes out and. Um, Corland kind of just steps out in front because it's described as almost kind of like an arena, kind of like from Gladiator. Yeah. Where like there's like thousands of orcs watching from up high and mm-hmm. kind of whatever yeah, remains. That's, that's where the balconies and stuff. And stuff. Yeah. yeah. Well, whatever. And they had stompas in there, didn't they? Yeah, they yeah. had stompas. Yeah. Two stompas that by Shut the door. No, yeah. no, they didn't have so They had gargants in there. Oh, yeah. was that it? It was, it was gargants, okay. not yeah. stompas. 
Oh my gosh! So, like so this room is ginormous. Yeah, I'm. Ha- I I have such a hard time like envisioning exactly how big this room is because for me, like, I mean, if you could fit a gargant and something, it's not a room anymore. Yeah, like it's just <laughs> not no, for sure. But that's, I mean, I mean, I think that's part of the, this whole thing is that that like the scale of 40k is just so yeah. ginormous, and this is another example of it, like the kind of scale because you know they talk about like the throne room like being like guarded by warhound titans, oh, yeah. and it's like that's a giant room if you've yeah. got you know warhound titans that are able to guard your room you but know I just i have nothing in reality to compare it to yeah. i've never been in anything that's like half that, that spacious size. yeah yeah like, i don't think i don't just, know if there's anything that i is think that it would always my be mind like shrinks it yeah. being in like For one sure. of like a, a giant nfl stadium but with a giant dome roof and four times the size yeah, I it would have to be like a super giant yeah. NFL, NFL stadium, yeah. I guess. I Get into that. sports ball, Ted. Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> Score the points. <laughs> but when this orc starts walking towards, he kind of turns around and it's kind of revealed to be this like huge, massive, hulking, scarred beast. And was this the one where they, like, they saw him and they were like, oh, that's a strange sculpture? Or is that one Vulcan? No, that, no, was, that was Vulcan, Vulcan earlier. Yeah, but this is, I think this is the same one. This is what No, he, no, yeah. no. This is, oh. well, spoilers, this is a different one. Yeah, but don't they, at this point, I think they think it's the same yes, one. Yes, they yeah. think it's the same one. Um, but uh, Corland assumes he knows, like, the beast knows some low gothic because of what he says. And he says the words, I am Slaughter, I am the Lord Commander of the Imperium of Man, and I have come to kill you. Doing his best Pablo... What was it, Pablo Montoya? <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah, I have come to kill you. Uh, and then it describes, the beast did not laugh, it should have done, but it did not. It spunk up its arm. I, my favorite thing in this entire book is the description of the beast's gun. Yes. Oh, gosh. Yes. The size of a battle cannon? <laughs> yes. No, no, no. It's uh, assemble uh, an impossible array of firepower. Two bolted-together battle cannons form the mainstay. That twin link was surrounded by auto cannons, heavy flamers, rocket launchers, and multi-barreled weapons of orc make that Corland had never seen on any battlefield and could not identify. Yes. Yeah. So I just imagine just this, this like, is like one guy holding this. Yeah, he has like a Lehman Russ. That's how on his big arm. it is. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> this duct taped together contraption on his arm. Um, oh, but it's it's a short fight. Yes. Um. Oh my god, I felt so bad because I like as this guy's dropping, like it takes forever. Like he's going like one and one. He's trying to build up like the hype in the room because he's yeah. trying to get like yeah. the why energy. So Corlin's just duking it out. Yeah, which is and why, then, which is why he did that was because yeah. he was trying to build so up that why. So he's trying doing that, and he's like supposed to signal to the sister to basically kill herself, right? Mm-hmm. No, and, it's later. Okay, they, they so just they're, they're supposed to do something. Yeah, yeah. so. So they're, she's waiting for it, like, building the hype, building the hype, building the tension, building the tension. And, I mean, granted, he's legitimately getting his ass kicked. Yeah, he has, but, like, they talk about his arm breaking yeah. and, like, you know, everything breaking. Yep. Uh-huh. His face, his chest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's just getting messed up. I think, uh, what, his gun is gone, his... Uh, no, not his umbra pattern bolter. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, no, that's the... That's the... So, we're back to Corlin. <laughs> this is back when Corlin's still around. And, uh, Spoilers. So, <laughs> so, he, so he's 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 taking this guy like he's getting just ass kicked, and eventually like they pull the plug. Just as he's uh, is he bringing his sword into him? So or? what happens is is the the beast grabs Corland and mm-hmm. kind of lifts him up to kind of like troll style kill him, like and crush him. And he takes a little ceremonial no yeah ceremonial dagger no it's was a Dorn no, sword oh, yeah Dorn sword and he stabs him in the eye yep. yeah and at that point he's like ah oh, no shit that hurts. Yeah. drops him down and at that point the sister backs away uh-huh. and, and and when she kind of removes herself that causes the the orc's head to explode which kind of 
finally fells the, the giant did, orc. Did that kill him? Or I think it like almost killed him, and then they had to finish him off, didn't they? Oh yeah, I think they did some kind of like sweet combo finishing yeah, like, between him and uh, Beast Cruel. Was it a uh, was it Beast Cruel or I thought it was the, the Imperial? Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, oh, Bo- yeah, 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 yeah. It was the Black Templar guy. Yeah, yes. Black Templar guy. So he, what, yeah, Bohemond. Bo- yeah, Bo- yeah, Bo- Bo- yeah. You're going to see our confusion in a second here because <laughs> as soon as they're like, "Yes, we killed the beast. It's over." Uh, a bigger orc. And it was a great battle. Like it was. Yeah. It felt like it was. All right, this is done. Cool. Yes. All right. Why do we have two books still? <laughs> <laughs> and then they're like, and then a giant orc turned around that was twice the size of the one that they thought was the giant one, and oh, that was the one that killed Vulcan. Yeah. So Cut runs over and steps on Corlin. <laughs> yeah, just crushes him. <laughs> Pretty much like instant one hit kills him, and Corlin's dead. Yeah. And it makes D- me sad. D strength stomp. It makes me sad because the last Imperial Fist is legitimately dead. Yeah. <laughs> so all those other fa- the, the the posers, <laughs> it's up to them. Yeah. Yeah. So so I'm like, oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I think my favorite part about it though is like when Corlin died. Uh-huh. Um, the the it says here Bohemian called for an apothecary to come and help him, um, but the beast knew enough about space marine biology that he crushed the gene seed in his throat so it couldn't be saved. Yeah. And it specifically points out that it's like he knew it was there and mm. he crushed it anyway. So, like, he legitimately ended the Imperial Fists oh, yeah. uh, because that specific gene seed was no more. Um, and everyone was super sad. <laughs> so that was the end of book uh, 10. That was book 10. And so yes. now the Imperium has been completely just fucked like mm-hmm. the the orcs are uh th- their confidence has grown like so, their military acumen has grown like they they start running the place if we're counting this is two failed invasions of Eleanor. yeah <laughs> uh, with two different game plans and yeah uh, i really like how the first chapter of uh, book 10 is just wow the imperium's really fucked yeah uh, talk about how everything's on oh, book 11 oh, i'm sorry 11. book 11 yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, like one of the notes I have here just has diggers because there's a bunch of humans. That, oh, that's right. They that defect. join with defect to the <laughs> yeah. orcs, um, either because they're scared or, or impressed by power. There's some who, if we remember, uh, Mazring, the uh-huh. the high lord of the ecclesiarch, I uh, said, "Hey, just join yes. the aliens." Yeah, Where did he get shot? Was he not uh, Mazring? Uh, was it Mazring? Yeah, Mazring yeah. was shot by Corlin. Was that in book number ten? Nine. Or okay, it was. yeah, in book okay. nine. Yeah, all right. Um, yeah, but yeah, that, that's when uh, that was. I guess that was when Corlin was like consolidating the power like because mm-hmm. he had you know everyone was like the high lords are like messing with you you have to take power and he comes in and he's like he's like oh he's all like hopped up on poison from van gorich and everything yeah so he's already, exactly like, van gorich is in his ear and he's like you're right i need to go and i need to take him out and van gorich is like uh i mean okay yeah maybe but <laughs> but yeah <laughs> and it's it, a little it, much <laughs> and it really it goes into talking about how the the orcs are just decimating the supply chain of the imperium yeah like, they're specifically killing navigators mm-hmm. so people don't it says here that um titans are laying dor- dormant in vast hangars because no one's telling them where the fuck to go mm-hmm. uh so so just kind of like the utter kind of chaos that's in the imperium right now oh i also have a sticky note here that says dark angels always struggle <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the dark angels spread across scores of subsectors and various undertakings yeah because we had a lot to do <laughs> because the imperial fists were just dying Struggled. so someone has to stick around and actually do something <laughs> sorry did the imperial oh, fists were they fallen no Struggled to reform and offer yeah, they a counter did. They fell and died. Squabble, 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 <laughs> squabble, squabble, squabble. So yeah, like it's 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 twenty solid pages of just 
this is how fucked the Imperium <laughs> is right now. How your life sucks. Yeah. yeah, this is how your 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 life life sucks. My other yeah. sticky note here: uh, Chapter One, Galaxy fucked. Galaxy Two starts with a sunrise, <laughs> which yeah. I thought was like a really good yeah. like thematically because yeah. it says the sun rose over the Imperial Palace. Yes, yeah. so yeah. it's like oh, there, there's hope coming in there. Yeah, it was like that, that first chapter was ba- it was like it was basically trying to describe because like the whole like ethos of the 41st you know the 41st millennium you know 40,000 is that it's like it's the grim darkness every you know it's 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 a dark time for humanity things are bad and it was like this chapter was like you think it's bad in 40,000 guess what it's like here in like 30,000 you know or 32,000 or whatever 38,000 what is this 30 Uh, 32 32,000 you know where it's like you know it's like you thought it was bad then it's way worse now I feel a lot of this book is, um, and suddenly Van Gorge is evil because reasons. <laughs> oh, he's not. <laughs> I think. I think. Well, I think we yeah. should get it, unless you have like some good thing right now. Like, I, I think like it really kind of pans out in the end. Well, maybe he's like it goes it, in ways. Well, yeah, but he <laughs> I shouldn't say pans. Well, I mean, well, I was like, he's, he, he's not. He's not evil. Like, because I mean, the best bad guys yeah. are the ones who think what they're doing is justified. Yeah. In, in this book, he really starts consolidating his power. Yeah, and kind of moving all of his pieces in place. So I think for the first several books, like he's been really passive in a lot of ways. Like he's kind of like he's been trying to direct the the the, the stream by. Uh, I think as he even pointed out, like by changing rocks. Yeah, moving so, a like, pebble. He, yeah, he moves a couple rocks and slowly adjusts like the stream. But now I think he's getting to the point where he's doing it with a bolter. Um, going to build a motherfucking dam. Yeah. yeah. So. Um, you know he's he's trying to get the uh, the Inquisition like he's trying to uh, work them to uh, work them on get him uh, them on his side. He's trying to put together plans. He's trying to get like his alliances so that he can go up against uh, uh, was it Urquhart mm-hmm. um, and uh, Vesser, Vesser yeah Vesser Vesser Ring. Um, uh, I think one of my favorite things is when he's talking to the Ecclesiarch, the yeah. guy. He's like, you know, maybe you should be a High Lord. We oh, flew yeah. you over here, and he has this really deep conversation, like almost like he's trying to decide to do it or not. And then he he decides, yeah, I'm going to do it, and then kills the guy, but in the most badass way. So this was to replace uh, Messering. Yes, so he was yes. talking to this guy who was considering uh, placing him, but he was kind of like give, giving him little litmus tests, like just little like, yeah, what is your answer here? What is your answer here? And then he decides that he actually likes the guy, and he's like, oh, well, I've I've given you too much information by the questions I've yeah. asked, so I have to kill you. So yeah. what he does is he asks the uh, the ecclesiarch to bless him. So the ecclesiarch oh, puts his hand on his forehead or on his head. And says a blessing, unbeknownst that uh, Van Gorch's head is full of tiny bits of poison glass. Yeah, yep. and he gets a tiny cut from it and and dies of slow poisoning. Yeah, and I was like, oh my god, because like it this goes all the tricks. It goes on to like the earlier um, the the earlier passages where it says that you know yeah Van Gorch was wearing like robes, um, but like none of the guards would be able to find any conventional weapons on him. Yeah, mm-hmm. but but there's a lot of ways that guy can kill people. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. and I think. You know, like this book is really where it starts to come ahead because I think he's, you know, when you look back on it, he's always been like this. But the um, the officio assassinorum has been, you know, purposely knocked down like a whole bunch of pegs. Yeah. Like they weren't one in any of the, they weren't in the high lord seat anymore. They right. weren't like they, they had, had all these. One, and they, they lost yeah, them. exactly. And they'd been knocked down because of things like this. And you know, mm-hmm. I think I think this goes to show where it's like, you know they have this like massive power over life and death where it's yeah. like literally anyone they want dead 
could be dead if I they mean, if they so desired you know, it. I think like this is almost like that in some ways like shows the naivete of uh, the high lords yeah. is because everybody's like kind of scared like when is he going to kill us? When is he going to kill us? Like this guy has the ability and the sanction to do it whenever he yeah. wants mm-hmm. to whomever he wants and with impunity. Like if he was really going to come on guys, yeah. But like, I, don't but, be yeah. this worried that exactly. like you have to save your ass. Like what but, I really... but I think that's one of the things was like. That power yeah. got to his head, and then as it like, well, let's 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 get yeah. to that. Well, no, no, like, I, no. I'm, what I'm saying point, is, I right think it's now. like even okay. before this, like from book one. Okay, I think this power had been in the, him because he think cause in the beginning of okay. the series he seemed like he was, um, like he wanted a seat because yeah. he said this, like you know that that mm-hmm. that their that their office was owed this seat and yeah. they had been taken I, away because of like the fact that they're scared puppies and they don't understand and and all I mean, these things yeah. and i think there was like there was this this like grudge that he kind of held towards the you know that towards the the high lords and he was like you know they can't really rule they've always had this issue yeah. and like you said where he was like you know trying to change the way the stream run by like moving a pebble you know to try to like progressively get things to change yeah like there's still that portion where he he still thinks that he is the one that should choose how the stream changes even if he's not like going out and like you know killing everybody he's yeah. going out and he's like trying to direct the way the stream goes cuz he knows better than the the panel of high lords. Well, I, I, I wouldn't say it's like a, a Dunning Kruger kind of thing, where it's like this, like almost like Machiavellian. I know what's best, and so I'm going to make it all happen kind of approach. I, I do believe that he, it's like there is like an altruistic kind of thing where he like he sees what's going on and he's disgusted by what is going on, and like everybody who's not in the the high lord sees like the corruption and like the shit. Like you know, Corlin sees it, Thane sees it. You know, like why are um, the Inquisitors see it? Like once you get people aside unless they're like you know like uh, Lansing of course like he's full of his own shit and they'll never be able to see it but like other than a few people like everybody sees the shit and I think like for him instead of just like because everybody's benefiting he's like one of the few people that are not benefiting from it um, and he doesn't indulge in these like all the, the benefits that they kind of get like everybody's into like these hedonistic pleasures or like these um, you know these Machiavellian concepts and everything and I don't think he does like he's genuinely like this is bad this is bad for humanity and so like my job is ultimately like and I think that, like I, I think his confidence in his or his, maybe like his direction is becoming more pronounced and um and I think like he is now like he's getting to that point where he's like fuck like I just saw you know uh, Corlin uh, shoot a guy in the head <laughs> like it's getting to the point where like even the space marines who are like the greatest arbites of society are like done with the bullshit um, yeah, but, so now he's like alright it's my turn yeah and but but I think <clears throat> that you know Corlin didn't get to that point yeah without being directed there by, by Van Gorge and the inquisitorial uh, direct uh, people uh, representatives didn't get to that point Without his direct, like oh, his, I don't know his about pushing. That. That's I mean, at one point, Veralt or uh, what's the name, Veralt, uh, tried to kill Linen. So, oh well, no, before that, we even yeah. met him. Well, no, no, but, that, <laughs> but that's that's no, but that was internal, yeah. internal thing that was right. going on between them and their stuff. Uh-huh. But once they get to the point later when they kind of like join on his side, it was because he kept pushing the stones to say, mm. "Listen, I know what's best," mm-hmm. and he kept thinking that I know what's best, and then progressively as he's been getting more and more um power because he's been changing things to the point that now like you know now Corland was on you know was on his side and he had the people that were going with him that now suddenly he can decide who's going to be the representative from the ecclesiarchy Mm -hmm. because he's just going to take out the people that he doesn't want to be there you know what i mean i think it's got it was like a, a progressive thing where it's like 
back in the beginning, he felt like he was the only one that knew what what the Imperium needed done. Mm-hmm. But he knew that he couldn't act because if it came down to it and everyone turned on them, even the might of as much as they had, they couldn't take on the entirety of the Imperium. Mm-hmm. But now, as he's been getting more and more power and he's seen that he has the ability to sway more and more, he begins to sway more and more mm-hmm. to the point that you get to this point at in uh, in Book 11 when he's like, you know what? I can decide who the Ecclesia... I'm, you know, he has a seat as just the you know from from his office, but now yeah. he's deciding who can get the seat he's, from a different office. He's a legitimate high yeah. lord now, whereas at the start he was yeah. just yeah. he wasn't even sitting. So I guess that I mean I I suppose that that perception is correct. I mean in in that like I mean that's 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 valid. That's totally valid. Um, and <laughs> I say that almost sounding as though I'm like pompous, like okay, I bequeath you. No, no, your no, perception. no, no, yeah. But you know, like I think like maybe like the do not know what bequeath means. <laughs> so, <laughs> to give. So, um, to whom? <laughs> so, so anyway, so we, I think like uh, we have. Um, Okay, so like one maybe like the alternate perspective is like so on one hand, um, you know he is perhaps you're looking at it like he is anti-democratic. He is taking away the like the votes and the power of the individuals and kind of almost like taking like um, taking that power for himself, going to that Machiavellian kind of thing. Whereas like you know in the alternate perspective and they're and they're compatible, although they are alternate. The other side of that coin would be like. You know he's doing it, but it's righteous because like the corruption is so deep. The doctor has to go in and cut out the shit. Um, but the doctor ultimately is like taking the right away from like the uh, the patient to take care of their own shit. But the patient isn't doing it, so the doctor is having to go in. and So cut it out the or... the way I kind of see it is is in the series there are two parallel stories going along. Oh yeah, you have Van Gorich. Well, there, there's a lot of that, but in this case, you have Van Gorich who's slowly getting. He's he knows what he has to do to save the Imperium or, mm-hmm. or you know, and he slowly kind of falls to corruption to do it. Um and remember throughout these books, the Inquisitors are talking about don't forget the true enemy. Mm-hmm. You can never forget the true enemy. On the other side of the galaxy, you have about two hundred and forty fifth exemplar who are teaming up with Iron Warriors because they believe that is what they have to do to save the Imperium mm-hmm. and kind of gradually falling to this corruption here. And it's kind of two things where, based on their perspective, yeah, what they're doing is right, but it goes against everything. Mm-hmm. So so that's kind of my thing there is, is kind of this, this gradual corruption kind of going on here. Yeah, and I think, um, you know, like the path to hell is paved with good I, intentions. Yeah. And I think I don't think Van Gorge ever, even even at the end... Okay. Of, the, of the of the whole yeah. series, I don't chronological. Think, yeah, or, yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. But that, I'm, I'm, this is just general. I don't, I don't Sorry, just, I'm really having a hard time going chronological. Like, oh, yeah. No, 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 no. Seriously, <laughs> me too. But I think even even at the very end, I don't think Van Gorich ever thinks that anything he's ever done was for him. Right. Mm-hmm. He's oh, never totally. thought. He's never yeah. thought that. But yeah. he has always thought he knows what's right yeah. and what's best he's for like, the Imperium. And I think Imperium. he's been right. I think yeah. he's been, for the most part, he was, he's been right up until the end. Well, but the thing is, I don't, I don't he, like, he, the, when he talks about it generally where he's like, yeah. we don't need corruption, it's like, yeah, okay, but in his mind, the way you don't get corruption is if you have him in charge because he can dictate what's no not corrupt. No one can be corrupt yeah. if you don't no have any corrupt. officials. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's what this, this whole thing is. It's like, he is... his, his opinion is that that you know that is that the imperium is corrupt that the high lords of terror are corrupt and i'm the only one who really knows 
what humanity needs. Like yeah. that's like, like that's you know hubris of like the greatest extent that you're the only living soul well, who knows what yeah, like, humanity I, I needs. That's an exaggeration. I don't I, think he said that. I mean, he, I think he like of the of the high lords for sure. Except for he did have his favorites. Of course, he had the Inquisition. He was like, all right, these guys. He are had my the homies. one chick he wanted to bone. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> and for the longest time, I just kind of denied that. I was like, oh, he's not really trying to. No, he's trying. Like, to, okay, yeah, he's yeah, trying yeah. to fuck Inquisitor <laughs> Winan. But it, I think like him and the Space Marine, whoever the Space Marine was at the time, because uh, it changes. Like you know, like he had he had a couple in his pocket. It, and then he had you know like um and that was it you know, he he definitely had his favorites and I, so i don't think that he was like because i think he genuinely wanted like uh Corlin to to run it i think he genuinely later wanted uh thane to run it so thane steps up and i think he was like he's really kind of like dude this is your bag oh, like man. this is your bag of course i'm going to be like the guy behind the scenes kind of like helping like pull the strings yeah. See, but I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna black and white awful this you know who else <laughs> wanted to make a better nation Oh come on! Yeah. <laughs> There's a but, lot of people that did. Yeah, but, I, I, I'm, I see what I. Yeah, I, I disagree. Because I, I, okay. I see him. Like, yeah, because I, I, I see the way he manipulated, manipulated, and played yeah. the system. It was always like you know. I think he saw Corland as someone who didn't know. Because even at the very beginning, when he first meets Corland, when they had that transmission, when he talks to the High Lords, and he happens to be the one to pick up. You know, when he's talking to Corland. He's like, you don't really get politics, do you? And Corlin's mm-hmm. like, no, yeah. I don't like politics. He's like grooming and the same, yeah. these people, and that's yeah. when he's yeah. like, and he sees that's... someone that's that's malleable. You know yeah. what I mean? Physically, he couldn't, you know, no, he couldn't I, I beat him in right. a fist there, were, there were like uh, mentions, I think, in there, like you can because of their size and stature, you can almost see them as stupid. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly, and I, that's and that's the thing is like the way I I think it was, and like because you in the beginning it was like just disdain for the high lords. Like he was mm. sitting on the side, like just like throwing shade from his like from his little seat on the side being like oh god do you see these oh these sycophants oh this is awful this is gross you guys are the worst you know and then all of a sudden as he sees an opportunity where it's like oh there's an opportunity for me to to move a couple pebbles towards Mm -hmm. the way i think things should be Mm -hmm. oh look at this giant pebble that's now come along here maybe i can use that giant pebble to direct the the thing a little bit more and then all of a sudden the streams go in the direction he wants and all of a sudden he's like all right, now this is my stream. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? And I think I think it was like a progressive thing that he was building, and it was always with the intention of him being the one who knew better than everyone else. Mm-hmm. You know, and there were certain situations where it's like the some of the things he spoke of were absolutely oh yeah better than other ones. You know what I mean? Yeah. And but but the high lords were fucking the yes yeah. galaxy yes. But at the same time, I think the his the the darkness comes from the fact that he thinks he's the only one that can do this. Like he wasn't just like, you know what I mean? Like as, as much as he may be trying to have what he thinks is the better Imperium. Mm -hmm. I mean, we see, Towards the end yeah. of the series, well, what his okay, so let's, let's move on because yes. I think so, we're, we're yes, probably yes, going to have yes, this yes, conversation. Yes. We, will. For more yes. we will. We will. We <laughs> will. So, so, so in this book so far, yes, uh, Van Gorich meets a new person he's wanting to recommend for the the Ecclesiarchs, yes. uh, and High Lords, mm-hmm. and then he accidentally tells him too much. Like it specifically says. So the, this is the guy that yeah, yeah. Yeah. pricks his hand. Pricks yes. his hand. He specifically says, "Fuck, I, I let my guard down. I told you too much." I'm sorry. Uh, stroke my hair. T- touch my poison head. Touch, yeah. touch my poison head. Um, after that, yeah, exactly. Smash cut to. <laughs> it's my favorite term. Yeah. Smash cut to uh, Inwit, the uh, the home of Rogel Dorn, uh, Lord of the Imperial Fists. May they ever rest in peace. Um, <laughs> where to kind of mourn the loss of the Imperial Fists. 
all the successor chapters get back together again mm-hmm. to hold a Feast of Blades. Yeah. Um, this is very soon after the last one, yeah. but they feel kind of that's the best way to mm-hmm. honor him. Yeah. Uh-huh. Sadly, their current champion is dead. Yeah. Uh, so Thane uh, kind of steps in and has was a really badass fight fight yeah. scene. I mean, super badass. They don't go into as much detail in this Feast of Blades as the last one. I mean, uh-huh. I think the last one just kind of set up, you know, this is what it is. This yeah. is how it works. Uh, and this one here, it describes how they, they're using blunted swords mm-hmm. because they can't risk killing any more Astartes <laughs> yeah. um, oh, while God. this threat is still out here. But in this it's combat... not any less brutal. No. <laughs> they, yeah. This guy has like an old uh, cy- a cybernetic arm, bionic arm. And he's like, I think he's a crimson fist, right? And he's like bigger than most. He's mm-hmm. like a... Yeah. Just a beefcake. Yeah. yeah. And and he's like, you know, he's really good. He's had the arm for years. Uh, Thane ends up winning the fight by stabbing him through the shoulder, twisting the sword around and ripping uh, the cybernetic yeah, arm yeah. out of his body. I remember reading that. Yeah. And I'm like yeah. cringing, oh. just super yeah. cringing. It's oh. like, why would you use a blood sword for that? <laughs> God. Yeah. Ugh. But I think like he, he's getting like pissed off. So it'd be, it, yeah. it's not a, a Fist of Blades kind of thing. Like he's not just putting his all onto it because oh, he's yeah. like, I'm going to win this championship. He's like, he's pissed because yeah. like he had a... Didn't he have an epiphany yep. about like why the mission had failed and why Corlin was dead? Yeah, at this point? Was... so he's like, now it's really yeah. personal. And he kept goading on the, the that um, that that champion that was like mm. fighting him because um, everyone else on the sides was like, whoa, whoa, like things are getting like <laughs> way too serious, and he's like, <laughs> and throw a ukulele yeah, exactly, and things like. <laughs> If you go easy, you're basically pissing on on Corlin's grave, oh, yeah, <laughs> and, right, and, and the guy's right. like, "Well, well I mean, if you put it that way, yeah, okay, let's go, <laughs> let's do this." And so. then it was actually an execrator, oh, okay. yeah, from, from the chapter. Um, but what I really like about this is it, it kind of goes back to Dorne's reflection after he um, let the emperor die. Uh, mm. You know, bad times. <laughs> Um, <laughs> where where it's the the pain of the fight and kind of being stabbed by blunt swords and and you know the general motion kind of gave him clarity yeah. of what to do and this is when he announces that um, they would uh, <clears throat> reform the imperial fists yes out of the shattered remnants of their cha- or of their successor chapters yeah. mm-hmm. uh, and kind of they they make a beeline to Terra okay. uh, just you know he's like I know what we need to do yeah. we're gonna get shit done. Party's uh, over. Yeah. Party's over. Everybody get on the bus and start <laughs> yeah. painting your armor. Yeah. We're, we're going home. Pass out the yeah. highlighters. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, meanwhile. Get the Averland Sunset Spray. Let's go. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> they do as well. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, smash cut. Yeah. Smash cut. Other side of the, the, the galaxy. Uh, we go back to the, the rest of the Fist Exemplars oh. uh, and their buddies at Iron Warriors. Warriors. Oh, um, no... no storyline that's gone through this was more frustrating for me than this not not because of like bad story not because of bad writing but because almost like because of good story where you're yeah. sitting there oh, yeah you see them it. doing it's like how could you like why how is this well, how is this a good idea and like you know I, part of you is always like you know i can understand <laughs> like you like you were thrown in like shit up to your eyeballs yeah. and you're left with like this one like you know this one you know uh lifeboat and it just so happens that it's being driven by a, by an iron warrior. Oh, you, you know, mean your like, arch enemy? Yeah, exactly. Where you see there, he was like, responsible for massacring seventy percent of your legion. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I know, but that's the thing is like you're you're like you're drowning, and you see this lifeboat being driven by like an uh, by like by like an tiger, iron warrior. Like and the iron warrior is up there. He's like he's like I can save you, 
but also understand that I'm driving this boat straight to hell. Hey, is but that you a- can come for the ride if you so want. And he's like, ooh, I don't want to die, but uh, yeah. yeah, I'm going to get and, that and, and you see the Iron Warrior sitting on a crate of roofies. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is like, oh, God. This it, isn't going to end well. Yeah, it's, it was never going to end well. And it's like, yeah. oh. But I think like this one, this story, like for the longest time, I've been like, why are we? What this is? This feels like a soap opera where it's yeah. like this like yeah. parallel story that has nothing to do with anything. Mm-hmm. It can't possibly like we're running out of books, so you're <laughs> not going to be able to like turn this into something. Like, yeah. what the hell are you guys going to do with this? Well, maybe uh, it's a mirror story about Van Gogh's fall for <laughs> sure. But <laughs> yeah, but yeah, but, I don't know. I mean, it seemed like it, for it, it's kind of felt like a waste of time for a long time, and I think like that was. That was it. It's like, yeah, maybe it's a mirror story, but it's like I think one of my favorite parts in book eleven and in general is the the old the black ship they enter, mm-hmm. and they meet with the old inquisitor who yeah. has his toys, which you know, like random psychers that have been picked up. Mm-hmm. Like he has the one who can just oh, yeah. stop bullets. Um, I have my my, my my note here says I got a Columbo vibe from him. Uh-huh. Like, remember, like okay. you know the old that, detective. Yeah, like, yeah uh-huh. it's, just give me a say. Yeah, you can't shoot me. This guy here stops bullets. And then, you know, like, he has another one who, um, you know, walks through walls and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And he's essentially, it's it's the first real time that um, the, that they try and, and point out how he's starting to fall to chaos. Uh, yeah. Zerbrin. Uh, and he's like, no, 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 bro, it's good. We're fine. And he's like, no, no, I'm pretty sure you're, you're chumming with Iron Warriors. Um, and then my other favorite thing is, is they had, like, locked up as another uh, kind of brain dead psyker who they blinded so she couldn't visualize things to be reality but she still has enough sight to see flame and when she sees flame she makes water appear and so he has a lighter in his cane that he just holds up to the window and he's like you come closer i'm gonna drown you in this ship i mean i don't think he realizes the stardies have like really good breathing apparatus <laughs> yeah. in there yeah. giant suits he hasn't read the wiki <laughs> yeah <laughs> um <laughs> But it's kind of a real, it's it's a real big kind of standoff. That was, that was good. Um, <laughs> it's it's a real big standoff between the two, uh, and Zebrin's just kind of like, I, I don't know what you, what you want. This, this is what I have to do, and you know, and it ends up in this big firefight, uh, and it ends up that black ship getting destroyed. They get blown out into space and kind of barely make it back onto the ship. And I think this is kind of like the first time, and Zebrin really re- realizes, or Zebrin really realizes. Oh shit! I'm I, this isn't good. Mm-hmm. Um, people are after me now. But then he seems to like yeah. double down on it. You know what I mean? Like he was like had the situation. We saw it. He saw the situation, and like he even had uh, uh, who was the, I guess no the apothecary was the one that was like crazy. It was crazy, and yeah. he was like all about joining oh, with the Iron Warriors. Oh, yeah. But there was the other guy that was there who was like looking at him. He's like the librarian or the uh, Arcos. Uh, yeah, okay. yeah. And he's like, he's like, like every time you could just see, it, he was just like, "This is bad I'm not shit, mad. man." I'm just okay. disappointed. Yeah. Yeah. Like that, this like that you're making these decisions. He's like, "I'll follow you because you're my boss," but yeah. you're making the wrong. Pardon call. me. I think like the Iron Warrior story. Like the thing I really liked about it is that like I think you know one of the neat things. That, I mean, I think like reality in general is kind of like this. Like they're mm-hmm. really like yeah, we could say that they're bad people, but it, we only can say that they're bad people through our own perspective. Like when you actually start to like look into different people's perspective it's like reality is just a series of interests that are conflicting you know like and so i think like the iron warriors is a great example of that like we're you know like unless you read the fluff you're going to be like okay it's just chaos and chaos is inherently evil unless we can go on like this like draconian kind of concept of good and bad but like once you start to like look at that perspective i think gw did like 
especially i mean in this series but you know it kind of opened your my mind up at least to like the alternate perspective of like okay well the emperor and this is like all yeah. stuff that we've been saying the emperor and like the whole like emperor religion is bullshit and mm-hmm. stupid anyway and like here you have these iron warriors that are that are kind of like they're not quite chaos i mean they are technically but they're almost but, more yeah. like heretical and just just traitors just just we gave up on the system we're rogue um yeah like we'll deal with chaos but in a lot of ways like they were fighting chaos yeah they so, cut off mutations and right. things like that yeah, so yeah they just pro- so are they the bad guys but then like their perspective they have a very like pragmatic approach to like dealing with humans they're like we're trying to save humanity but we also have this like if you're but not part of humanity. our system if you yeah. get in our way we're going to kill you but then do space marines not do that yeah you know like so i think like they're really like the dialogue going back and forth kind of gets you thinking about like well maybe that's not the right and then i think like yeah. later on they they have a, a straight up like you know, like argument between like a yeah, <laughs> their yeah. their polar opposite, which is the Black Templars. Yeah. Sure, sure, right like, over there in Book Twelve. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah but it's sure, so it's so hard keeping the uh, no, yeah. but, but, but yeah, I, and I think that's why they chose like the Iron Warriors yeah. specifically for this because it's like. If they had run into a bunch of plague marines, oh like, yeah, <laughs> this was, yeah, this was not, yeah, exactly. Like this was not gonna, that was not gonna, this was not yeah. gonna happen. You know what I mean? But these were like the the least like corrupted of uh-huh. the chaos of the of the chaos space marines. But there were always those hints and those those situations where it was like where it's like yeah, it seems like they were had no other choice but to do this, mm-hmm. but there was always a choice. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that's why, like, his... Uh, the, well, I can't remember the guy's name. Zerbin? But, no, no, Zerbin, the guy who was Arcos? with Zerbin. Yeah. He kept being like, you you had a choice, and you made the wrong mm-hmm. one. Yeah. Like, over and over again, it's like, you had the choice again, and you made the wrong one. Uh-huh. And you had the choice again, but you made the wrong one. And I think yeah. that's what it comes down to, where it's like, you look at it, and from a certain perspective, you're like, well, we just didn't have a choice. This is what we had to do to, to protect what we have and to protect ourselves. And then right. it's like, you had a choice, but you made the wrong one. And that's what it, you know, when it comes down to, it's like, you could make the hard choice. This was the choice that seemed right because it was the most convenient for the situation. And that's how, that's how the Iron Warriors are always about, where they're like, this is the most convenient thing. Where it's yeah. like, I'm going to cut off this mutation and I'm just going to put a metal thing in there because that's very convenient for mm-hmm. me to keep going and keep going, with, you know, keep, keep going. It's okay. like their whole point okay. is like to keep going. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, I think the counterpoint to that was was you know were these other non heretical space marines who had this situation where it's like you're fighting for humanity and it oftentimes requires you to make these sacrifices like with like um uh, like with Vulcan like mm-hmm. he was in that situation where it's like Vulcan probably could have been like all right bros you throw yourselves at this beast guy and I'm gonna make a run for it because I don't want to die but yeah. instead he was like all right you guys go. I'm going to hold him back as long as possible so yeah. that there's a there's a hope for the future. See you in 10,000 yeah, years. Yeah, see you in 10,000 years. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I think that 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 goes to show you the kind of thing that it's like this is what's called for if you're really supposedly, you know, taking on the mantle of the protectors of humanity is that yeah. you make the hard choices, you make the hard sacrifices. You don't just sit back and go, you know, I'm just going to I'm just going to listen. And I, 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 I think that's also the situation like you see that often like with Inquisition yeah. where they're like, "Well, we just do what needs to be done and then it's oh, like yeah. oh then why the like a third of you guys always turn to chaos <laughs> you know what i mean like yeah. it, it's like it's because you're making these choices that you think you ha- that you say yeah. you have no choice but to make yeah. and it's like you you had the choice you well, made the I wrong one and now like, you've got, like, is like i mean he's making very practical decisions and honestly like i mean it, it seems like it makes sense like it really does and i don't yeah. know that it's necessarily in like a you know, in, intentionally misleading kind of way. I think, like, you know, in a lot of ways, it's like, you know, the imperial truth, I'm sorry, the, uh, uh, what was it, the, 
the imperial dogma is bullshit mm-hmm. <laughs> like and you know like it, and that was kind of it like the first decision that kind of led them down this path was like do we exterminate this planet or not you know yeah. like and they decided you know no <laughs> yeah but then he also made but he also made that call where he was like uh yeah if you guys could just blow up that thunderhawk even though it's got our bros on it because they're going to tell you something that i'm not comfortable with yeah you know where he was like right. those were the decisions i don't think like you know some of the other ones that he made, like he was left with like very little choice once he chose to go down this path. Yeah, mm-hmm. But there were those other choices, like when he decided to blow up the Thunderhawk, mm-hmm. where you had a choice to make the right call. Yeah. And because of the situation that you felt you were in, yeah. you well, made I, the wrong one. I, I don't know. I mean, that's Arco's uh, like perspective. Yeah. And I think like, you know, there was a, um, the librarian had a different perspective. Well, a librarian was kind of more even keel. Yeah, he, he was, was kind of in between doing whatever. Like, almost not partisan, but he yeah. kind of was leaning towards yeah. his boss. Or maybe he was just a good laptop. Yeah. I don't know. Um, in Terminator Armor. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, I think like, you know, what was the hard choice, what was not? You know, like right off the beginning, at the very beginning, when he made that decision to like, to not exterminate us the planet, but instead kill off the stormtroopers and everything, it was like, I mean, that's a pretty hard pill to swallow. But, you know, he was also looking at like, do we kill off all these people? Do we de- uh, destroy this planet like they wanted to? Um, and so I think that, you know, like he also knew that like, um, that that was his death warrant too. Like from the very beginning, is like, I will never be able to go back to my life no i think well, he knew he could go back he was just gonna keep no. covering well, it up that, until... was, that was the thing is that was he kept that was hoping that dialogue because i think that like uh calcador or whatever was like did you do this or, or maybe it was arcos was like do you do this and that's it but i think like you, i think in a way you're right yeah. like he was he was he kind of was under the illusion he was kind of trying to convince himself like oh no i can convince him just like he later on tried to convince. yeah but you know I, th- I think there was that duality so we as the reader knew like that was it and because that was the dialogue yeah. and, or the foreshadowing but, yeah, but then, yeah. And, and, anyway. and that's the thing is like I think in his mind, yeah, he was doing what he had to do. Yeah, and he was like, the, you know, no one can hold it against me. I'm just mm-hmm. doing what I need to do, and mm-hmm. this is the right call because I'm doing what I need to do. Yeah, and each of those situations when it was like presented from the other side, where it's like, no, you made the call to do this, and you yeah. didn't, you weren't like, you weren't forced to call on our ship to shoot that Thunderhawk, mm-hmm. like you. You weren't forced. Like your hand wasn't wasn't like there was no other option. Like you had yeah. other options, but you chose this one. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I think that's where like you know later when it comes down to when it comes to a head, like he's having such a hard time gra- coming to the grips with the fact that they just don't understand. Yeah, you know what I mean? And it's like it's like well, there's a reason that you know you made those calls. You know what yeah. I mean? And that's what I think it comes down to. Uh-huh. So, so yeah. but yeah, I, I just want the space Marines and iron warriors to get along. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. yeah. So, my inner at, at this point, know. at this point it's been 2000 years. Yeah. Can't we make let bygones yeah. be bygones? <laughs> Speaking of, uh, getting along smash cup to, uh, Luna. <laughs> yes. The, okay. the, the, the Terran moon, uh-huh. uh, we're uh, now chapter master thing of the Imperial fists. Uh, meets with Kubrick. He meets with uh, Van Gorich and a couple others. I think the Sister of Silence leader mm-hmm. as well. Plotting. To be like, hey, so um, all the Imperial Fists are dead, but also we have a full uh, chapter here of Imperial Fists. Don't ask why. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> one of my favorite lines in the book, again, is um, when Thane says, I do not intend to make the loss of the Imperial Fist public. As you observe, the morale of the people and their leaders is fragile. We don't want panic. And Kubik, the, the 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 head of the Mars, is there would be no panic on Mars. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just like, That's cool, man. Yeah, yeah. Like, and like, I, panic does not compute. <laughs> I think really in these last two books, I really enjoyed Cubic as a character way more yeah. than the first nine because of just yeah. just little shit like that. Yeah, he was a he was a twirly bad guy I mean, yeah. back in the day. Now he's yeah yeah um, he's a little bit more practical. Yeah. And, and then so so they show uh, Thane shows off kind of they have a few more um, orc. Psyker bombs. Yeah. Um, wasn't a big fan of the fact they went, oh, yeah, by the way, we captured two more as well. Um, yeah. It was Death Watch. Yeah. Uh, you know, but I mean, I guess after you've seen three rescued, there's no real yeah. need narratively to show us to do it. And, and well, they, book 13, the, uh, <laughs> the further that. adventures, the gathering yeah. <laughs> um, the supplement. Yeah. So, so, so Thane uh, lets the High Lords know, like, okay, I'm not asking. Uh, Vulcan tried politics, uh, Corlin tried politics. Um, I'm taking all of our ships and troops. Um, we're going and when he says all he's pulling everything to Terra um, and he's like but we don't have that time we don't have you know like orcs could attack any day and I was like okay but you know the last two didn't work so let's just do this um, and and he kind of gives Kubik and, and Van Gors the heads up that he's going to do this and this is when he shows up uh, in the middle of a parade I believe on, on Terra um, where a full chapter of space marines appears out of the ground yep uh, and kind of this is when the, the 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 you know new imperial fist instead of imperial fist classic kind of comes <laughs> rising out and all the high lords are like oh shit why are there a thousand space marines on Terra and uh, they're yellow oh boy this, weren't this they all dead oh yeah. no this oh, is no. no good why were why were they down there <laughs> um, no, no one told us about the sub basement <laughs> <laughs> and and this is when uh, thing goes up to to the kind of the podium. And he doesn't even ask the High Lords. He's just like, oh, by the way, people of Earth, we're going to win. This is what we're going to do. Yeah. And everyone's like, Here's yeah, a, woo! Yeah. Here, I'm going to behead this proxy orc. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sup, guys. Pyro Fist here. We're going to go take this to the orcs. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, what's it? Uh, sh- so, but yeah, it was it was kind of one of those situations where the where the the high lords were came came to this like there was like a presentation or something that's supposed to be going on, and then all of a sudden like the ground underneath this whole crowd of people literally starts splitting, mm-hmm. and the people are like running to get out of the way of the ground like splitting. It was like slow. It wasn't like you know uh, yeah. it wasn't like a like a like a Nobody devastation died. move. Yeah, people <laughs> weren't like falling in. Ah! Like, during that entire scene, like I kept like thinking, like, oh my god, what about the OSHA regulations? Where are the guide, the handrails? Like, this is not yeah. ADA compliant. Exactly, what the fuck? exactly. This is this was definitely like like Death Star esque like uh, safety for the for the people there. I you know? did I did forget a super cool scene where like he tells Van Gorich and he tells Cubic so he can get other High Lords on board so they can just straight up do it. And there's a scene with uh, Van Gorich in an alleyway. Um, with a couple of the the high lords, and oh, right. yeah, yeah, Eckhart and it, uh, uh, dude, it was um, oh yes, yes, it was Lansing for sure, yeah. um, and it was or Vessering, Vessering, yeah, v- yeah, right. yeah Vessering, yeah, because um, there's a triad of those guys, yeah, think, like Eckhart is kind of like the lesser of the triad, yeah, yeah. And, and and it was like they were like uh, so. Uh, Van Gorge pretty much says, "Hey, you need to do this. Um, otherwise, it's going to be very bad news for you." Yeah. And they're like, "What are you going to do? Kill us?" It'd be like super like, obvious. And there's a whole bunch of like the uh, the stormtroopers around. Yeah, so yeah. All the, like there's an entourage of stormtroopers like following the two high lords, right? Yeah. So they're loaded. They're gunned yeah. up. Yeah. Sadly, though, two of those uh, stormtroopers are uh, camouflage uh, Calidus assassins who murder all the other stormtroopers. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um, so like, oh shit! Don't kill us. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, oh, you know, it would be so. I, was like, I need you to agree. I'm like, we're not going to agree. And that's when he kind of clicks his fingers, and the two Calidus assassins turn into like exact copies of the High Lords. Yep. And he's like, you can say yes, or I will just replace you. Yeah. It was. It was. Yeah. 
crazy. It was super, <laughs> super cool. Because wasn't this the same scene like where they uh, where Van Gorich, where they thought they were gonna kill Van Gorich? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Where they they thought they had set it up to like kill Van Gorich, and then uh-huh. Van Gorich walks up and he's like, "Sup, dogs? This is what you're gonna do." And they're like, "No." And he's like, "Oh, really?" Because now all your guys are dead, and also these last <laughs> two here, they're now you. Although, <laughs> in, his, in his defense, the uh, the High Lord shot first. It's true, <laughs> <laughs> but cer- certainly in the remastered version, he yeah. did. <laughs> Thank you, George Lucas. Yeah. I mean, he he. Van Gorch's last words to them was, "My operatives are everyone and everywhere. Each is ready to take your worthless lives and replace you at a moment's notice. So tell me, my lords, do we have an accord?" Yeah. So I'm like. Oh, well, I guess we do. Oh, yeah. I like that guy. When, yeah, no. when you put it that way. <laughs> yeah. But uh yeah, so like yeah, so all of a sudden there's like this new unveiling, it's like, you know, we we've we've got new Imperial Fist, you know, better than the previous ones, no you know, because they're not dead. <laughs> with, two, with, with two wounds. Yeah. <laughs> and a thirty inch bolter. Yeah. Um but yeah, so that, you know, they they come out and they're like, Yeah, and by the way, we're now gonna go kick the beast's ass and yeah. we're gonna take everything with us. Uh, I don't care what you're saying. This is this is yeah. what's going on. And this then like the, the high lords are like, and then leave. Mm-hmm. So so they have three high lords on board. They have two who are being bribed. Um, mm-hmm. uh, a couple of others who I think are like under fear of death. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they they kind of get pretty ineffective. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like high lords of terror. A couple high lords that really just don't have a voice. Like, yeah. Whatever you guys yeah. want. I like power. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Um, so so they send out all the Imperial Fists, and this is when kind of thing uh, thing gets his no fucks nickname. Yeah. Um, so they decide, and at this point, I feel the Imperial Fists are going to be the best armored chapter of any Space Marine because they get all this cool new gear from Mars, right. and they're like come on through. Um, their plan is batshit insane. <laughs> oh wow! Um, yeah, seriously, yeah. seriously. So before in the last books, like in the last two times they tried to attack Eleanor, they could never get through kind of the, the air defense and the kind of the space battles and everything. So their plan is to hollow out a giant asteroid. Uh, multiple giant asteroids. <laughs> fill it with a thousand space marines. Yep. And, what, yeah, and as an Imperial good. Fist player, whenever you're like, yeah, we're going to put our entire chapter in one location. I'm like, no! <laughs> Learn! You fools! <laughs> um, so no, Did so, you not read the first book? <laughs> so, so they hollow out an asteroid. Put an entire Space Marine chapter in there. Some Sisters of Sound, some other guys, um, and then they use m- yeah Mars's yeah a few of the bomb orcs yeah basically they, a battle burrito if you will yeah <laughs> they use the twenty layer yeah, exactly. <laughs> they use the Mars technology that they got from the attack moon to teleport and catapult other asteroids at Eleanor. And yeah. just launch them at the planet like one the after the other. Technique. Seriously, I know. I know. <laughs> we, it's like we just reading. read about yeah. Armageddon. <laughs> exactly, and, then, well, and it was it. In my mind, it looked like the exact way that the attack wounds attacked all these other planets, yeah. where they're just like heaved a bunch of asteroids that then broke open and spilled out orcs. Yeah. You know, now it was so like... using the orc technology. Yeah, exactly. Or the orc <laughs> strategy. Yeah. Exactly, to attack the orcs, you know? <laughs> so so they, get to, they get to the planet surface in the most insane way. Like, they're like, they, they land, everything's broken. Uh, yeah. Like, half of their armor's fucked up. Like, oh man, this was a really bad idea. <laughs> yeah, they, were, they, they say yeah. that where the, the asteroid hit the ground, it went through to the magma core, so they have to shoot out the roof of the asteroid yeah. to fill the lava that had just appeared. Mm. Um, was yeah. It was, like, insane. And then they had, like, all, like, this these fleets were getting, like, shot up because, like, the orcs were like, all right, we're just going to like pull all of our spaceships to this one place and we're going to shoot you as you come closer, yeah. you know, which is what they were doing. So like the fleets are getting massacred up in space. Like <laughs> these guys are limping along because they just got like hurled across space at a planet. Yeah. 
you know. But so they see like these millions of orcs just walking up back to the rocks. They're like, oh, there's. And, and mind you, like the landing killed a whole bunch of marines. Yes. Too. Like oh, it yes. was not with. Oh, no, no, no. The, yeah. the landing oh, yeah. killed three marines. Uh, it specifically that, said I think, three. Oh, in that one. Yeah. yeah, yeah but yeah. They, they called out to see, like, all right, do a head check. Yeah. And yeah. I think, like, they lost a ton of others through other rocks. Yeah. No, so, no, no. They, yeah. no they, yeah they, just, they, the other rocks had, like, were worse off than the yeah. one that Okay, because yeah. it said they lost three Marines right. and 22 were injured. In, yeah. in, in Thane's, right. Yeah, yeah. in Thane's Rock. Yeah, yeah. Um, So then all of the orcs kind of gather together and then go to attack them again. And that's when they pull out kind of the psychic orc again. Yeah. And uh, they blow up millions of heads very easily. Yes. This is the fifth time they've done it. They're very efficient. Yeah, at they're, 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 yeah they're good at it at this point. Yeah. Like, but what I really like. Stompas that are just like. It's yeah. The description told them that they they made a bloody red circle on the ground like a bullseye for the orbital reinforcements. So like Thunderhawks came down, landing land raiders and everything. And it was just like, oh, you made a red landing zone. Yeah. <laughs> it's super nice. Oh, and they did say that Stompas and um, Gargants. Mm-hmm. Um, because all of the heads exploded of the guys inside, they couldn't actually stay upright anymore, so they were falling <laughs> yeah. over. Yeah, they didn't have the the orc uh, juju. Yeah, float. Yeah, they weren't supposed to be standing. So the ones the things <laughs> believing they should stand were dead. <laughs> they just fell over. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it was it was chaos and carnage everywhere. Yeah, uh, and so now the third war for Eleanor uh, is, is kind of a go. Mm-hmm. Um, they form up as essentially an entire chapter. Mm. and kind of walk forward um <laughs> I, I enjoy if the, we fail try it again if we fail again try it again yeah <laughs> i enjoy that they, they started pulling more of the model range in this book to be fair like <laughs> centurion, centurion yeah. battle suits out in front yeah. um that was nuts i was i was really surprised because yeah. it was like a new rediscovery yeah. or whatever. So yeah. like well, well they can lose it for like eight thousand years and it's still a new <laughs> yeah there's eight thousand years to lose <laughs> yeah the same with like killing orcs using psychers yeah they <laughs> um, <laughs> they so and the the imperial fist get bogged down so that's when they decide it's a great idea to call the phalanx which is in orbit um and have them orbital strike the ground uh yeah (laughs) super effective (laughs) it does blind a bunch of them and kind of blow up like half the defense wall yeah and drop them in orc shitty sewers yeah (laughs) like literally fell through the ground into orc sewers yeah it was it was it was wonderful. Yeah. Um, but th- Dude, I think like this book is like suddenly D weapons. Like because I think like each time it was like oh shit it's a ton of orcs we're about to die oh, okay the psyker died oh shit a whole bunch of orcs we're about to die in a trap oh <laughs> orbital strike orbital bombard <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 so like half like half, at this point like half the chapter is now like in the sewers the other half is up like up on the ground surface looking down being like. Uh, what what do you want us to what do you want us to do? Down, we can't get down to you. You're down in a big hole. Oh, would you like a space ladder? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I will say <laughs> if at only this we point. We remembered space letters. <laughs> at this point, Thane is uh, tooled up like my new chapter master will be tooled up. He has <laughs> he has two power fists and a cyclone missile rack. Oh, yes, yeah. and I was like, that is a sweet look. Um, I have a sticky note on this page. Uh, why you shouldn't stand in front of a a, a lance strike? <laughs> um, it describes uh, a pauldron of his suit had been stolen by a fallen rock. His helm was cracked, including shattered lands. Hydraulic of his legs sparked with damage. He limped about. <laughs> like his lenses didn't work, so he couldn't see anyone anywhere. Yeah. I'm like, oh well, you know, I'm glad you find that secret road that way, but yeah. you're kind of screwed over. Which, which seems like the first thing to go anyway on your Terminator armor. I think that's what like Coraline <laughs> had the same problem with his eye lenses and face. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's why you see so many helmetless Marines. Yeah, like, fuck it, it's just gonna happen. Yeah, Maybe that's what it was. Lot. Yeah, we, right. yeah. Most of our battles just end up starting like. After their first oh, battle, when, gotcha. the, when the lenses went, so they had to take off their helmets. <laughs> there we go. 
<laughs> oh my god, we've just solved a giant mystery of the 41st millennium. And why, so, why no helmets? The real reason all my iron hands have no helmets. They, uh, <laughs> so they ride the shitter tube into the center yeah. of the palace. Uh, and they, they come face to face with the, the beastliest beasts. The, yeah. the biggest boss. Yeah, exactly. I think it's implied it's a goth. Um, yeah, I think they said they had a bunch of checks, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and uh, Thane says... Fight me, monster. Fight me for Eleanor, for Terra, for the galaxy. Mm. And I'm like, oh, he murdered a Primarch in the last chapter, Master. Maybe not challenge him to single combat. <laughs> yeah, when, when are you guys going to learn not, yeah. to, not to call these guys out? They're pretty good at killing space marines. <laughs> they have preferred enemy at this point. <laughs> so so we, get a, we get a short back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and go for the next. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But I just took my helmet off. <laughs> but yeah, his, his, his Mark Eight armor didn't come out for a while. <laughs> his terminated armor gets fucked up. Everything oh, yeah. getting those. Um, like he's like laying about to be murdered again, and he looks over and he sees uh, Lady Brazanis, which is kind of the the lead sister of Silence, um, and she is entangled with the orc, the uh-huh. the weird boy, the the orc bomb, kind of a slave Leia. Kind yeah, of. so she can't get away from him. It happened kind of during the confusion. And so she kind of silently nods, and my note here says Seppukai, because mm-hmm. she just kind of mm-hmm. kills herself. And as soon as she dies, that orc goes off. And now, I, I, I try to be a positive person. No. I mean, I, I, like, <laughs> I like this book series. <laughs> okay. But um, so we have 11 books of buildup, uh-huh. and the mightiest war boss in the galaxy uh, dies in nine pages. Yeah, and most of it's just like beating up Thane. And most of it's beating up Thane. Um, most of it, and, and it's, you know, it's it's ended because one sister killed herself. I mean, it's. Yeah. I like the idea of the bomb. Which is weird because, like, I mean, if you think about the last orc. So, like, this is supposed to be, like, the head orc. Like, this mm-hmm. is the boss of the bosses. And, yeah, he dies because she, like, gutted herself. Whereas the previous one die, didn't die from, like, right, this being orc bomb going off. So, really, he was a little bit more of a hardy orc than Yeah. Than well, I think one. they said yeah. that the psyker was, like, a bigger psyker. Oh, so, that okay. might have had something yeah. to do with it. Um, but, like... I mean, I mean, obviously, you know, it's all narrative choices and everything, sure. but you've already brought centurions into it. You already brought assault centurions with like rock renders and drills. Yeah. Just have show how powerful that orc is. Have like a, like a bunch of marines like wear him down. Mm-hmm. Like you know, I, I punched through his leg with like an assault drill, and then like he murdered seventeen centurions. Yeah. Uh, but just having like like I said, the climax of of the beast arises should have been the beast falling. Um, yeah. and, and unfortunately it happens in book 11 and in kind of a short order. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I think like that was, I think for the last portion, like there was more like the bookkeeping. And I think like at this point, like, yeah, we did see the, 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 in a way, like the climax in, uh, book 10. Yeah. And then, you know, the we battle see, like a, it was a book. Yeah. And there was like bookkeeping battle. And I guess like, yeah, if we're going to, we already saw that battle. Why do we need to see it again? Yeah. But you know, yeah, maybe they could have swapped it up to where like this battle was a little bit more climactic and the other one wasn't. Um, yeah, so, but, but no, I mean, before let's that's before fair. we go on, and it's it. actually a thinner book too. I believe eleven yeah. is a little bit thinner than it's, most. It's the a others, little skinnier. So mm-hmm. um, but let's uh, let's. I mean, we'll go over book twelve here real quick, and then we can kind of go over um, everything uh, and kind of our thoughts on it. Yeah. Um, I mean, my first two sticky notes from twelve are, are politics and Star Wars. This is how democracy dies. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, most of this is like it, there's hardly any action really. Yeah. No, it's 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 Vangorich consolidating power yeah in the vacuum of the beast is this long it this does this start with thane like riding back on on the phalanx and then like 
calling all of the high lords like up onto the phalanx to talk to him and being like yo bros this is the way no it's it be. starts oh. with a parade yeah with him the, riding on a dorn's they fist have that line fake rider. orc that the, the oh big orc that yes yes they, like, yes 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 Oh, that's right. That's right. And, that's and right. Van Gorge lets lets they know, hey, we needed to have it to be this orc. If the orc was too big, people would be scared. If it was too small, they would think we're ineffective. So yeah. here, here's an orc. Right. Yeah, it's not the beast. It's a perfect, but it perfect works. sized orc. Here's a knob. Yeah. <laughs> so so yeah, we we get this kind of this great scene of like everyone celebrating, uh, and again, it just kind of goes to show kind of the the Van Gorge character of still the danger's gone. Like you know, they're mopping up orcs now. Yeah, um, but he's still manipulating the, the situation. Yeah, but I think that I mean personally, I think he had a valid point that the danger is the high lords. But anyway, um, <laughs> I, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and so and I think like this is it's it's kind of him like coming to realization as like uh, initially. I think like it was like talking to Thane and everybody's like, all right, so you know he almost like is kind of like. You know, he never really comes out and says anything. Like he's worse than I am when it comes to telling stories. Like, let me tell you about the my childhood. <laughs> like yeah. through that, like well, there's this other allegory. But you know, he kind of like I think he comes out and is kind of asking Thane, like, do I have permission to kill everybody? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and Thane doesn't really say no. But I mean, before that, <laughs> we we go back to the the best buddy cop drama of the thirty oh. second millennium. Um, the and it's it's the the uh, Calcator and. Uh, Zerberin with the at this point they're just playing the um the, the you know like the you have two choices A or B game oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it's like a telltale game at this point your, yeah. your choices may affect the story outcome um where they land on this world uh, and the people are like hey thank god you came we've been holding off orcs for for years or like for forever now yeah. and and I love there's a quote here and he's like, they ask, why were we left to fight alone? Not a single one of our requests for aid went answered. And Zerberin says, the galaxy burns. Your world is one of a thousand assailed. And I was like, oh, that's that's a little uncaring. Yeah. That's kind of the, that's your Iron Warrior coming through there, bro. Yep. Yeah. Um, but he still was like super proud of the guy. And he was like, wow, it's really awesome. You know, I've been fighting for, for a long time. And, you know, you guys actually didn't run away or, or turn coward or, or become like a dig and knob. Um <laughs> But then Calcator, our Iron Warrior, uh, Ironsmith, comes down. And he was like, yeah, I need all of your food, water, ammo, and also 100 children. Yeah, and your children. <laughs> yeah, And they're like, wait, wait, what? We, we no. can't afford any of that. Yeah, and they're like, no, um, no, you're going to. Otherwise, we're going to murder you all. Uh, and, you know, thanks. Yeah, you have, a, you have a choice. It's like you either give us your food and water and your children or you all die. And he's like, you know, we will all die if you take all of those things. Yeah. And he's like, well... You can still live till tomorrow, or you can die right now. So it's your choice. And and this is when uh, Calcator kind of talks to Zerbin, and he's like, it says he he calls him brother, but he's not ironically anymore. Yeah. And he kind of he explains what he's doing. He's like, okay, so I lost two planets of this. I need another one. Mm-hmm. He was like, I need to be restocked with people, so we're gonna take some people. And I was like, and honestly, the ones that survive here with how we leave them, they'll be really good stock in fifty years. So we'll come back and get more people. So kind of like like you said, kind of like fulfilling things so they can continue to survive in the way that they know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but in a way that's like real shitty. <laughs> yeah. But uh, but then Zerberin like ends up convincing him, sort of, I guess, like putting the the the, the nugget in his head. And then like I think uh, Calcador kind of like sees it and kind of walks through it in his own right. So he's like, okay, well, maybe that's dumb. Yeah, we should just like farm this planet and so on. 
Sorry, I was just looking at something else and realized you guys just thought, said that. <laughs> no, it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's all good. Uh, but, and yeah. then it says as well, uh, and this kind of goes to back to what we were talking about earlier about um, as everyone just, just falling and kind yeah. of not realizing it. Like he realizes here that he saw the Iron Warrior Thunderhawk fly off and that that ship was outnumbered four to one by fist exemplar ships mm-hmm. and people and they could easily kill them and, and finish them and then that be done with it and they would save this population and he chooses not to. Yeah. yeah. Um, he says here... even in like the big fleet and stuff, like all of the guys on like the Iron Warrior ships were like, are you like you sure we shouldn't like because we're gonna yeah. be killed if we don't do anything about these iron the, the uh the fist exemplar like they could like kill us at any time you know and then and calcator is like no 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 it's cool it's cool i got this i got this and it's like you mm-hmm. did have it <laughs> yeah. you know he had totally like gotten uh zerberin to like just uh, and it said here think that like, he had no choice in the matter you know it and says he, here the fist exemplar required supplies and recruits so what kind of Space Marine chapter in the middle of a war against the Beast are you like, yeah, let's uh, raid this world for some recruiting. Get that process going again. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, yeah think, But that it, goes back to like their first contact. I think like in a way, like we we already see saw those seeds of truth like show up. Like, yeah. dude, we're done. Like, we can't go back to the Imperium. So I think like mm-hmm. now they they know in some ways, like I think there is that duality. Like, yeah. On one hand, I think he has that hope of like, maybe we could just convi- see, show the rest of the Imperium that, you know, like we can work with these guys. And then like, of course, there is that like, you know, the, the realistic, yeah. the realist in them that's just like, all right, well, we're exactly. kind of on our own. Like, let's go ahead and do yeah. this. And I, th- and I think that kind of like that mentality is what makes him think that he has no choice. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like that's almost like his mental, like uh, self-protective situation just, where he's like, you know, because like the, the loyal space marine part of him could never make those choices if he ever felt he had a choice, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So his, his, like his <laughs> mental psyche, like yeah. defends itself by saying you didn't have a choice, uh-huh. whether he had the choice or not is irrelevant at that point. He's, he's making that choice thinking he has no choice, quote unquote, yeah. you know what I mean? And I think that's like his, his own mental defenses at that point, taking over and being like, you know, the true loyalist would never make that choice if they had a choice, sure. but he feels at that point that he has no choice you know, and whether or not he has the choice or not, the fact that he feels he has no choice is why he makes that decision, <laughs> yeah. you know? So, so while this is happening, Van Gorge has politicked his way into something else happening. Uh, Thane is, is named, uh, was it the Lord or Commander Gilliman? Lord Gilliman. Mm-hmm. Lord Gilliman of the Imperium, which means he is over all of the High Lords and yeah. he can just, I'm, this is what the fuck I'm doing. Yeah. yeah. And he summons all of them I'm sorry. Yeah, and I think like Van Gorsh is, tr- but I think like as this is going on, I think like at what point does he? He's trying to get, um, uh, not uh, uh, Veralt, or uh, Veretis. Ver- yeah, Veretis. Uh, Veretis. So he's trying to get him involved. He's trying to get him to take over like the High Lords, and he's like, whoa, nope, nope, not interested, not interested. Yeah. So so I mean in this, and then he has a conversation with Veretis and uh, Wynand, and be like, okay, yeah. what do you think he's going to talk to us about? What's going to happen? And then and they like, are both terrified of of Angorich. Yeah, like, and then he's like, "Oh, well, there's gas. Oh, never mind, it's gone now." And then there's like, "Is there poison?" He's like, "Nope, there's yeah, no poison." He hands them wine, and like uh, Veritas is the only one that doesn't take it. Wine yeah. is like, "I don't want to, but it's politically savvy to do so." So she does. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, her and Van Gorich like partake, but uh, Veritas doesn't. So yeah, that gas like there's a gas leak. 
and but it goes away super quickly. No one, no one worries about it. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. But I mean, everything's broken in the Imperium, so it's a big <laughs> yeah, deal. yeah. I love the descriptions of, of kind of the inside of the phalanx and, mm. and how it's like. It just seems like an art gallery and stuff at times. Uh, I, they walked I, for like three hours through I, this yeah, thing through, like after through, they landed through the phalanx. Yeah, yeah, just to get to Thane, who didn't bother to meet him halfway. Yeah, or anything. Yeah. he's just like, oh, I'm in my study, hanging out, looking at. I love that there was a uh, 15 guys armed and armored in a dark yellow carpet. There were warrior serfs. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I love that imagery. And I'm like, God damn, now I need to get some guardsmen <laughs> and have like these just be warrior Show serfs. Warrior I, serfs. I, I love that idea of just being there. Um, so he, um, he meets with each of the, the, well, he meets with all of the high lords mm-hmm. as one first. And he's like, Hey guys, you guys really fucked up. You did a really shitty job. You did a really shitty job. You got a bunch of people killed. Uh, you, you know, and he kind of dressed everyone down, uh, apart from uh, Cubic. Yeah. The, the, the uh, the the Archmagus of Mars because he kind of needs needs all of his stuff. So he's yep. like, yeah, I think like in a way, like at this point, wasn't Kubrick kind of like kissing his ass? Yeah, oh yeah, 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 like, yeah he'd yeah. been on it for the last like book. Yeah, mm, yes, we're gonna do what you want. Yeah. And he even like, I think he even changed his vocal uh, uh, record right to like be a more uh, subservient yeah, <laughs> voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Normally, it's just like the grating. Yeah, yeah. and I think that kind of goes, you know, where it's like, you know, uh, what seems logical. At any mm-hmm. point in time, oh, where yeah. it's like you know, in the beginning when he's looking at that and he's like, you know, Terra is—it's not logical to throw our eggs in the Terra's basket. So we're going to try to make a way so we can take Mars away from here and not have to deal with the with the yeah. orcs that are coming. You know what I mean? And it's like each of the yeah. different steps. And when all of a sudden he sees oh, the situation right. where he's like, where once it's like comes to a head where that plan's not going to work anymore, he's like, all right, well, what's the logical next step for helping Mars? I'm going to jump on the side of the space because yeah. mm-hmm. these guys are big, strong, and they look like they can kick and, some ass. So I'm sorry. Back. And it's at this point that uh, Thane is like, okay, so I'm going to go mop up all the shitty orcs. I'm taking my entire chapter with me. There's going to be no Imperial Fist on Terra. And they're like, but, but, I'm like, no, fuck you. You guys had a chance. Yeah. Didn't work. We're crusading. Um, See ya. While I'm gone, Van Gorge, uh, he's going to rule in my place. Yeah, he's in charge. And Van Gorge is like, oh, wait, no shit. I wanted to rule from the shadows. But <laughs> while I'm here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he yeah. kind of sets in motion um, insanity. Yes. <laughs> to to yes. say a better word. Um, well, not at first. It takes about 180 years. But no, yeah. no, no. At the start. Uh-huh. At the start, he murders all the well, high okay. lords. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think that was insanity. I think that was necessary. But So uh, so the first high lord that gets hit uh-huh. is... Uh, so also oh, what's yeah. going on is uh, they're supposed to... One of the directives is... So I think like uh, they're supposed to... I think Thane is like, all right, we're going to... Uh, what is he going to do? We're going to recreate um, a second found, no, a third oh, founding, fourth founding, fourth founding. Yeah. Um, we're going to open up the chambers for complete democracy and transparency. So no more like uh, discussions in private. Um, I loved how one guy was like, "Yeah, we just did that when this happened," and he was like, "Yeah, that was seven hundred years ago." Uh, get with the program. <laughs> yeah. And what was the third thing? Uh, uh, they were to rebuild the fleet and the orbital defenses and right. stuff like that okay and pa- and one of those things I think before that is they're supposed to destroy Eleanor but that wasn't part of the yeah. three yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yes, yes, yes. so uh, K- uh, Kubrick is supposed to go and destroy like the Mechanicum is supposed to destroy the planet and we see through Van Gorich's uh, legion of assassins yeah, yeah. that that's not what's happening they decide to teleport it instead yeah so yeah so and, and then spoilers Ted I don't know if you know this but um, <laughs> Sorry, I wasn't at the last episode. That was or, the jerky, and I often don't read. So, so Cubic's <laughs> like Ted didn't hear our last. Episode, Cubic's like, so "Yep, I, I will destroy that planet right away. Yep, gonna go do that." And he goes and he teleports and he switches locations with a, a planet, and then they rename it Armageddon. Yeah. So Which, they so it blows up the they blow up that one. Book, but I think like later on, I think it's in the 
It's in, uh, according to White Dwarf. Yeah, right. White Dwarf. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. But yeah, he they transported uh, Olinor and switched its place with another planet mm-hmm. that they then blew up. So to show, you know, in an instant to show the the Imperium that yes, we did blow up Olinor because you see that planet that just exploded. Sure, that was it. I promise. Mm-hmm. Like take our word for it. That was totally Olinor. Yeah, you know. And and so this gets back to yeah. When this gets back to Van Gorge, he's like, oh fuck, okay. Let's just murder everyone and do this myself. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. seems easy at this point. So he, that was a tipping point. Yeah, I think at that point, that was like okay, these guys. That, are all that was a, that was a tipping yeah. point for him. So uh, versus the uh, the Inquisitor, and I, I love this. Uh, what he had done with him was the gas that was released in the air was harmless unless it was mixed with the air coming out of mm-hmm. Varistus' life, support, life system. support system. And then what that did is instead of like all the High Lords are like thousands of years old and they have like this youth stuff to keep them young and, and virile and you know like <laughs> yeah. viagra for high lords yes yeah. are, um, but this turned Gen- it off geno geno something or other. yeah, yeah. Simpson or something because it shows up later on yeah, yeah, yeah but what this drug did was uh, this poison did was it, it meant the cells weren't being kind of rejuvenated they were being attacked so he just aged like super fast and then he was like okay Things I'm not really super fond of, but when <laughs> when he's dying, he's like, "Why end? I'm dying." But before I die, um, the Grey Knights are in Titan. Here, take this key. You're going to need that. Also, please split the Inquisition into two separate parts, um, and kind of like the reorganization of that yeah. between the Order Xenos and the Order yeah. Malice. Uh-huh. Uh, and couldn't, so, like, he's like, "I want this to happen." Yeah. Um, and then he's gone. Um, there is a brutal one. Uh, oh, why am I looking at my phone instead of that book? I, I my sticky note here says terrifying. It's the the navigator guy. Oh jeez. Oh yeah. Because yeah, oh. it, they go through this like series of, of all of everybody. the high lords getting killed in different ways. It's like Godfather. Like yes. when the dude's yes. in the church <laughs> and yeah. everyone's behind him. Um, but okay, so let's forget the navigator's name. What's what is it? It or was not the navigator. There's Anwar. Navigator. Oh yes, yes, yes. And then there's the telepath. Yeah, the telepath. Which yeah. one is the? That's, which one's the, the eyeless one? The the Anwar the navigator. navigator. Okay, yeah. That one was crazy because I actually like. I mean, Anwar has never really been like a major character. No, it was oh, just no, kind of no, like the there. Te- the telepath was the one because the navigator. Yeah, yeah. The navigator can right. still see. It was the telepath one that was blind. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. The oh, telepath. Yeah. So, but the that one or the astropath. Yeah, astropath. Um, I'm sorry, astropath. Yes, but the yeah, I, I think it was Anwar still right. Yeah. So, but like Anwar's never been a major character. Like no. it was always kind of like Anwar is just kind of like on the side. But I think like Anwar was also probably like the most pious and like the better. Of all of them, like it was probably like the least corrupted, and yeah. like the whole sin. Like I think he's like no, he's not flagellating himself, is he? No, yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah, was yeah. flagellating himself um, for failing in his duty, right? Which was to speak up and stop it all. Like he felt that it was his job to like uh, to stop the whole bullshit of the twelve, uh, the high lords, yeah. which is you know not exactly an astropath's like yeah, uh, right. Dictum, the, so. it's, it's, not, it's like not in the the job description of an astropath. No, yeah. so like I mean, I thought that was cool. It was probably yeah. like I was probably the best character like the most like pious it was it was, yeah. it was the saddest one because yeah. he sent a Calexus assassin after him yeah mm-hmm. um, and it, it describes here that like just all he could see in his spirit sight was just a beam of blackness uh, coming towards him and connecting with his forehead and kind of swallowing his vision yeah because he, he could see he could like he was blind 
but he technically could see by the the psychic vibrations or whatever it was a, the spiritual uh, resonance and everything. Yeah, so everything. You, you'd see the, somebody's soul, and so you'd see like the different like parts of their aura. Like it's your aura, man. Yeah. yeah. But, like even like even inanimate things had like a little bit of residue of a spirit. Yeah. And so like yeah, so like you would kind of see like the door and everything sort of, but then like this thing comes in and blots it all out. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he felt nothing but pain as his soul was pulled away from his body, singing like a raw stretched nerve. With his mouth and with his mind, Anwar screamed. His last psychic shout blasted out from the chapel, stunning everyone it touched for 500 meters in every direction. And then it said, his soul dissipated into nothing. The Klexus shut off for animus speculum. Anwar's body fell to the ground alive. But Anwar had found a fate far worse than death. By the time his aides and guards reached the chapel, the assassin had gone. He had another psychic to go see. So he was left alive, but... Removed from the warp, his soul taken away, just a shell of a person. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's so... his body was alive, but that was it. Yeah, it was that's so unnecessary. Yeah. yeah, oh man. But the only way you could do it because, like, part of the astropath thing is that you see all and know all, basically. I mean, yeah, in a lot of ways. So, if you can't send a normal assassin after it because you're gonna know, yeah, <laughs> and then and that's then uh, Van Gorge starts like, uh, like the... manipulating other things, like, he gets like the, the son in law of the navigators guy, right? Yeah, to, oh, yeah, because to poison, like to poison like him, I was just a jackass, yeah, so I... to poison him because he promised him like the 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 new position. Mm-hmm. In oh, that. and he specifically said, "But you're not bred for Terran atmosphere. You'll die if you stay here and do this job yeah. that Van Gorge is telling you to do." He's like, "Yeah, well, it looks like you're dying just now." So, and I'm like, "Oh, how much of a dick are you?" Seriously, that's your response because yeah, he's like he's like void born, so he's like yeah. designed for living in the void. But then he's like but not he's perfectly because like, yeah. he's still like somewhat Terranish. Yeah, there was like all this stuff. So then he, you know, he ends up killing his, you know. And and then it appears to everyone else that it was just like a, a power struggle thing that had occurred, as opposed mm-hmm. to Van Gorge actually taking him out. And then there was uh, who was well, it? Nobody the, says uh, here was uh, why he croaked. Your strain is not even gravity adapted. Living here will kill you. And he said, "You were gravity adapted, but life here has still killed you." Yeah. And I'm like, oh Jesus, <laughs> oh, just burn. yeah, burn, sick burn, <laughs> sick burn, bro. Oh, and then there was um, the, the 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 chick who, suicide. Tall, yeah, yeah tall. Oh, who oh, who started man, the protest? That was one of the most brutal ones ever because she had been like beating herself up over the proletariat campaign, yeah. uh, a crusade, like since it happened because she felt responsible for killing millions of people. And which she was, which to be fair, she was. <laughs> yeah, but she was like beating herself up, and then she had this like loyal servant that was with her, like had always been with her and had yeah. been with her along this whole time, and then all of a sudden the loyal servant starts t- telling a story about how, basically telling the story of Subaku, where yeah. it was like you know. Back in the day, if people felt like they had dispersed their honor, they would just kill themselves, you know, mm-hmm. and then they would make sure that they were, you know, they would make sure that they had, you know, that they saved their honor of their of their people and of their of their entire family by just killing themselves. And she's like, oh, my God, maybe that's true. And then she looks down and, oh, her father's uh, her <laughs> father's last pistol's there. And it's oh, mysteriously it's, it's, yeah, fully, it's charged. fully charged. I thought this thing had been died because it just had sat there. It's I've never had to use it. Yeah. Why is it fully charged? Oh, that's crazy. And then, then well, she didn't even think much about it. I think no, she was so in the zone. She like she made yeah. a mental note of it. It's like, oh, that's funny. She he always bought the best stuff, so maybe that's why. Maybe that's why it's still charged. Better go shoot myself. Yeah. And then you had a Lansing, um, Veralt, and Eckhart. Eckhart. Oh, this is oh, man. a silly battle. They were like, okay, we got to meet up. I think uh, they're like, we really think uh, Van Gorge is going to do something stupid, unaware that he is doing something stupid. Um, and so. Uh, <laughs> Lansing and Veral meet up and they're like, oh, Eckhart's late. And Eckhart comes in and is like, hey guys, sorry I'm late. And then shoots <laughs> shoots one of them. And he's like, what the hell are you doing? And then he's like, okay, I'm not going to hurt you. I just need you to sit on that chair right there. And so he sits in the chair and he's like, he pulls out a gun. And he's like, I thought you said you weren't going to hurt me. He's like, I said, I think about it. 
and he murders him. So um, Veralt and uh, Lansing look like they murdered each other. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then the real because yeah, it's not actually Eckhart; it's like a, a it's Calidus, a, a Calidus assassin. assassin, like looking like Eckhart. Mm-hmm. So then the plan I think was did they already kill Eckhart or the plan they, was they already Eckhart, talked about? Yeah, it, they, they never. Basically but did. It was it's implied. Was it okay? Because I went, thought it was implied that Eckhart would find the two who had killed themselves. He went to well, live on the farm. L- yeah, later on, yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna take the dog. Up the yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Ecker, Ecker went to the farm and yeah. was replaced by an assassin. And then back to uh, Jason Statham, oh, uh, Beast Cruel, <laughs> who's sent after another cybernetically enhanced uh, guy. The Arbites guy, right? Yeah, yeah. the yeah. Arbites guy. Uh, turns out to be a badass. Who They have a really badass fight with yeah. a bike chase and like bombs and all kinds yeah. of kinds of stuff. But I, I love at the beginning when with the place where um, Beast Cruel is like hiding is like, underneath the rails of the subway system mm-hmm. where like as the trains would come over like the, the it would push down to like just within inches like an inch of like of crushing him to death because he had just like put like one brace there to keep it from like totally killing him like uh-huh. right underneath these like and he's just laying there for hours and hours and hours just waiting for the moment to like do what he had to do uh-huh. and i was like that's pretty badass <laughs> covered in shit yeah exactly yeah. and like nearly getting run over every time a train comes by uh-huh. yeah it was kind oh of- it was kind of weird because like usually beast cruel is like an i, I thought like a really amazing assassin like he came from the same school as van gorge so he's like suppose although he wasn't a, 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 he kind of failed the Van Gorge technique, mm-hmm. which was like, you know, he wasn't a poison based yeah. uh, assassin. So, he, like, normally you kind of do it in like subversive or like subliminal ways or just yeah. kind of like you, you let people kind of kill themselves in a way. But, like, so so he sucks at it, apparently. Like, he, he plants a bomb in the car where Zek is supposed to be, and then it blows up. Or, I'm sorry, it's not a bomb, it's a gas bomb or something. Yeah, yeah. So, this green gas comes out, and he's like, ah, oh, that wasn't him. That and was then another decoy, car runs off. Yeah. And like, oh, okay, so Cruel wasn't as good of a... But <laughs> when, when he finally gets them kind of pulled over and they're beating the crap out of each I, other because he's half... down in, like, the underhive yeah. where no vehicles yeah. are. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and Zach is, like, half robot as well. So they're, uh-huh. like, beating the shit out of each other. Cruel uh, obviously kind of gets the, the, the final say. And, you know, Zach's like, what are you doing? Can you not see what Vanguard is doing? I thought you were meant to protect. And he kind of talks Cruel into being like yeah actually maybe killing all of the high lords is a bad idea which while he was sitting there t- contemplating killing zek like he was actually going yes. through the exact he, same thing yeah. so by the time like zek shows up and is like what are you doing he's just going to kill you he, he he's like, like i think he made a note he's like you know like, this, you're it's like right. he took that's the, what i was saying yeah he's like you took the words out of my mind yeah. Yeah. Like we just become best yeah. friends yeah. <laughs> get out of my brain yeah. bro um so 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 yeah he's like you know what zek you're absolutely right um but i'm going to need to take something from you to prove to to my boss that I killed him before I turned in him. He's like, oh, thank God, please. He's like, he's like really? handing him his pocket watch. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, you're really not going to like it. So then he cuts off his head and actually kills him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, so that's the proof that he needs that he killed him. Yeah. Uh, and then we go. Which is weird because he's the only assassin that needed proof. Yeah. It seems. Yeah. Well, maybe because Van Gorsh doesn't trust yeah. Cruel, and that's what he came to. Mm. Um, one of the, the best assassinations was um, for Kubik. Oh, oh yeah, man, that uh, was. Cool. I was waiting for this one. <laughs> yeah, um, it, it, it just the way it says that uh, was it. Tybalt the Abolite uh, as an episode assassinate just describes him like waking up and like just going like uh, full beast angry yeah. beast mode. And well, there was the one because there was the one. Um, well, there's the gal assassin, been, yeah, the assassin that had been like infil- like infiltrating the the Mars for like Isol- years. Isol- yeah, Isol- yeah, yeah. She like I think she showed up in an earlier book. So yeah, she was in a bunch of been a while. Yeah, she's been in this for a long time. And um and 
she's like trying to make her way down to where this Everser assassin is and it's like a comedy of errors like all these yeah. things that keep like keeping her from getting where she needs to get and then finally like right as she's about you to do it she was gonna fuck like up the yeah entire time like right as she's about to get to do it all of a sudden they're just like wait a minute you're not supposed to be down here and she's like <laughs> god damn it <laughs> yeah and like just manages like to breach the seal of uh of of the of the Everser assassin's like isolation chamber, mm-hmm. and he wakes up and he's like, "Kill, kill, 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 kill." But Cubic's a smart guy. Cubic is a very smart guy. He has a contingency plan for this. He has one room that's very isolated from everyone, with only one way in or out. Well, no, well, no. First, he they're trying to get him out. Oh yeah, yeah. So they they're trying to it's like get him out of out of like the out of the out of the because. Suddenly, there's an Eversor assassin yeah. just going nuts in there. They're like, we need to get him out. So they all take him out. There's like all these battle servitors all around him, and like all these Qatari, and they're going down the stairs towards the cars, and all of a sudden, their heads start exploding. Mm-hmm. And then they realize that, oh, shit, there's a bunch of Vindicare assassins just like picking them off from like, you know, from up in the... Like, yeah. Up in the he, was, he was super pissed at Kubik. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they're just like, you know, they're just like taking out all of these like battle servitors and so he runs back into the into the throne room or into the into the into like the whatever their headquarters was and he jumps on this like fast train that takes him to this one isolated uh mm-hmm. like location that you saw i think it's kind of nuts because like as, as they're going off like i think all the reports are coming into kubrick and he's just like you know they're like oh there's 20 of them oh there's eight of them Maybe there's three of them we don't know you know like yeah and, yeah it seems like there's like a war zone but if you remember like red haven is only like four assassins. yeah it was so like, like one from each temple yeah yep. it was like that's all it is and everybody's like oh, oh shit it's an army yeah <laughs> and didn't exactly. one of them die uh, I think yes. one of them yes, was yes, yes, yes. a long time ago. So, so, yeah. yeah, it was like one Vindicur, a Calidus, and an Eversur. And it just destroyed. Sounds like the plot to a sitcom. <laughs> <laughs> um, Three so, assassins and a baby. Yeah. <laughs> so that's that's when um, call, uh, call. I was going to call him Call. Jesus yeah. Christ. Cubit goes up. And he's like, okay, shit, okay, I'm safe here. Let's do this. And then... Um, he tries to plug into the system. He tries to plug into the system and it doesn't work. And then he turns around and that's when uh, it's when Van Gorch is like, hey, buddy. How you doing? <laughs> I came specially for you, and he he kind of they have this kind of big oh I knew you I, I'm special enough for you and he's like well it was your moving the planet and not destroying it that really pissed me off and caused this whole thing to happen. Um, I love the choice that he gives him. He's like here's what you're gonna do. I need you to remove your memory core. I'm gonna replace it with someone else's and puppet you. Uh, if you don't do that, I have a virus in your uh, Martian system and I will delete a whole shitload of knowledge. So it's like, which one do you prefer? Yeah. And you'll die. Yeah. yeah. Either like, which way, you're going to die. But this way, you can protect the gathered knowledge of Mars. The precious knowledge. Yeah. So, so Cubic, uh, actually, yeah, he's like, okay, fine. You win. And he kind of sacrifices himself for knowledge, which is it's the Martian way. <laughs> which is also like, I think at one point, like it seems like he's about to, like he, he has like two memory cores. Because I think he's like yes. uploading himself to like the main sister Hal. Yeah. Hi, Dave. And so he's like uploading, and I think like Van Gorge turns around and sees a little eye orbit like in the computer, and he's like, no, 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 no. Yeah. <laughs> Unplug. Yeah. He also puts a small melter bomb yes. in the computer to, to make sure. Yeah. Um, one thing I didn't say about um, the Veritas, the the Inquisitor, mm-hmm. uh, as he's dying, it is revealed that he's actually fifteen hundred years old. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and also Carol Sinderman from the Horus Heresy books, mm-hmm. which I thought. Was a good connection, but also it kind of makes things like Space Marines less special to me because they're kind of they stall how they live for thousands, like can live for hundreds of years. And I'm like, okay, 
This guy lived for fifteen hundred on very basic Terran drugs. Yeah. Well, it wasn't. No, uh, it wasn't, no, no, it wasn't no, no basic. Yeah, 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 but you know, he, that's the whole thing is that he was like he was like super stock because he yeah. was like he was like the only one in the. And they kept talking about it. they're like he's just always been there. No one yeah. knows how long he's been around. He's kind of an old curmudgeon because he's been there yeah. for as long as anyone can remember. So and it's that, like because he's been there for a stupid since amount of time. The first hour. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, like he was handpicked by the sigilite. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> No, it's for real. Yeah, no, <laughs> I know. Seriously, yeah. yeah. We laugh, but that's seriously what happened. Yeah, so I think, like, but it, I did think that it was, like, uh, and I think maybe for, like, the same reason you were kind of put off by that. Like, I was kind of put off by it, but maybe a little bit different. Whereas, like, it definitely felt like, I mean, there was no climax to this whatsoever. Like, you're just going along and, like, okay, here's this no name, like, whatever, so on. And then, like, through the last minutes, it's like, oh, by the way, I'm Sermon. Suddenly Harlequins. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and it didn't, he's like, huh, okay, footnote. I mean, it didn't, it didn't, there wasn't, like, any grandioseness to it there wasn't anything there was like the context was kind of like uh inconsequential <laughs> yeah yeah it, that, that didn't really feel too great so actually that's what i was talking about like when we were messaging earlier yeah. i was like yeah i had to do some extracurricular reading to figure out like what's the big deal with sure um, we'll get um that later i i loved um uh van gorge's explanation of where all the high lords went um, he said the the telepathic and astronomicon retired from public life. Uh, that would be the two whose souls got sucked out of their body by one of his assassins. Um, they said uh, Tull committed suicide. Very sad, which is not technically true. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, let me see uh, the the Arbite uh, the Z- the Zeke guy. Uh, yeah. He's retired now, and he's gone to help reconstruct the Imperium. Yeah. <laughs> he went to the underhive. Uh. Yeah, uh, they said that the two, the Lansing and Veralt, uh, they they had a regular bookkeeping that he was already investigating. They just have happened to find out about it, and they ran away. Yeah, uh, and then he introduced a bunch of new people, including uh, a custodian uh, uh, sitting on the council, which was kind of a big deal. Jeff. Yeah, Jeff, Jeff. Yeah. good old Jeff, <laughs> had nothing better to do. All the floors were sparkly <laughs> clean, uh, and I got a very. Um, uh, Revenge of the Sith vibe from this chapter huh. of, you know, where he's like, you know, uh, you know, I announce, you know, my new grand empire of the, Re- you know, the Republic is no more. Welcome to yeah. my galactic empire. Because so also thunderous applause greeted the announcement. Yeah. Yeah. So Wynan is one of the few people, like as we mentioned earlier, that stayed on board. Um, so we have, you know, like three people, I think, that stayed on board. She's one of them. And I think like it was kind of an interesting like interplay that uh, uh, happened in kind of leading up to that. Because like at one point, you know, uh, Veritas dies yeah. and she is pissed. Like, yeah. I mean, granted, this is the guy. And, and they kept like like pushing this issue that like, you know, he tried to kill her. He tried to kill her. And yet she still feels like some sort of affinity for him. And uh, so he dies, and she finds out, and now she's like, she's going over to kill Van Gorich, goes over to like his usual safe spot with like a, a pistol drawn, and like, you know, like Van Gorich is trying to explain, and she's like not buying any of it, and she yeah. tries to plug him, and it's a hologram, so yeah. he was onto her at this point. Yeah, and uh, and it was something versus or uh, Cinnamon said was uh, better for him to rule for like a hundred years than for there to be a vacuum. Okay, so maybe that's right. So she talks to him. That's what happens. She goes to kill Van Gorich, and then she goes and talks to uh, him as he's in stasis. Mm-hmm. And he was like, you know, he asked everybody, like, put me in yeah. stasis. To, and then until uh, Wynan shows up, and then I want to talk to her, and then that's it. I'm going to die. And so she does, and that's when he says that, basically. Like, oh, yeah. look, just go yeah, along yeah, yeah. with it. It's, it's just for the best. Like, things are going to be shit otherwise. Um, so she does. She's kind of begrudgingly like, fine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so so Van Gorich is Palpatine Terra. Smash cut mm-hmm. to our fist exemplars, our 240 people. 
uh, Behemond and the Black Templars have come to retrieve them. And this is, I think, the point where um, Zebron is like, oh, fuck. Um, and he's trying to still get out of it and yeah. kind of figure out a way that he can, you know, you know, it's cool. You guys just come with me on my ship. Everything's going to be fine. Yeah. Um, Kalkatar's like, uh, he's going to kill us. He's, he's like, he's going to kill us. And, and Zebron's like, no, 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 no. Trust me. I know this guy. It'll be fine. I can just, just, we'll just let talk me talk to him. It's yeah, cool. Sh- just we'll let talk. me talk. Let me talk. Let me talk. You, are, you just keep your mouth shut. I will talk. Mm-hmm. And, uh. Yeah, yeah. So Bohemond uh, <laughs> said he was a traitor and he needed to die. Yep. Uh, they didn't raise shields in time, so they teleported over uh, and they had a kind of. In the best description I can find is the uh, Mace Windu Anakin Skywalker uh, moral dilemma, uh, where you know your Mace Windu Bohemond is like he's too dangerous to be left alive. You must kill him. And he's like, no, I promised him. He's the only one who can save my chapter. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and this is kind of when. Um, Zebrin really falls. Yeah, he, uh, he kills mm-hmm. kills Behemoth. Yeah, and he destroys the Black Templar ship. Um, one Fist Exemplar ship does not join with him and runs away. The Arcos. The, the Arcos. Yeah. yeah, and he runs away. But three full, so around two hundred Fist Exemplars at this point fully turn and kind of, and and this is what I really liked about it is they didn't turn to chaos. They just turned their back on the Imperium. It's yeah. the shades of gray um, right. that, that I really like there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Arcos makes it all the way back to Thane and the new Imperial Fist. He says what happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Thane, like all of us, was like, the fuck did you let that happen for? <laughs> yeah. He was like, well, I was like, okay, you had multiple opportunities to stop this and you didn't. He's like, well, let me just rebuild the chapter. We'll make our entire crusade. We're going to take down all the Fist Exemplars and we're going to right this wrong. Yeah. Because Thane, of course, is like a Fist Exemplar. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He was the chapter master right. for the Fist Exemplars. And, and Thane's response is just, uh, no, the chapter will be stricken from all records, which, by the way, called it. Yeah. Remember when <laughs> I said that's why I wasn't painting a Fist Exemplar army? Because they yeah. wouldn't exist by the end of the, the book series. Um, and the... Uh, his job, he would be, he would be reassigned to the Imperial Fists, but his sole job would be to destroy every record of the Fist Exemplars. He yeah. made it personal. Yeah, and I was like, dude, that's the guy who was loyal to you. Jesus yeah. Christ. But not loyal enough. Uh, not loyal enough. Yep. Um, now we kind of... I mean, get... Thane's not the best judge of character, let's be honest. You know, <laughs> this yeah. is the man who put Van Gorich in power, and we see what so, happened. <laughs> so, so now we get to the point where I feel the book should have ended. Um, oh, to me, the beheading was enough for an entire book. Mm-hmm. Uh, instead, kind of our last. So you think it should stop here or after this next part? After they should have stopped here right before the beheading because it kind of cuts to. Well, uh, that was the beheading. Yeah, the beheading, the beheading was the killing was the of killing all, the, all, the, uh, right. all the. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. so so okay. What? So, what so now he's coming back a hundred years later. So so yeah. the next chapter is just like a hundred years later, and yeah. I, I feel it really rushes the Van Gorge part. I really hope years. Later. I really hope they go back, but things like all oh, right, shit. I better go take care of that Van Gorge thing, mm-hmm. and he goes back, and it's. Admittedly, a lot of really cool bolter porn. Yes, yeah. such like such good bolter like, porn. Like a veteran will like turn around and it was like, Phew, and like a, just a, an exodus round just right through the skull. Yeah, mm-hmm. a guy's dying left and right. Basically, Terra's become like a dystopian, a oh, dystopian gosh. of the dystopian this, future. This place is just weird. I mean, yeah. it's it's like I don't know. It, it, there's all these uh, dissenters are crucified uh, on buildings yep. and like there's. Like half-built statues to Corland and to Thane all yep. over the place. Like, I mean, it's, it, this place is weird. It's an acid trip. Like, yeah. we just yeah. went to like the the I don't know the no man's zone. Yeah, and there's like no it's people like, it's around. It's like a chaos no. version of yeah. Terra. 
And then, so they go upstairs to Van Gorge's office and Wynan sit in there. And he's like, oh yeah, by the way, the uh, the room's booby-trapped, so when you leave, it's going to blow up and I'm going to die. Um, also, he's at the um, Everser Temple. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So they've just gone through, like, Terra, and they've been going through here just getting their butts kicked, like, yeah. by all these assassins. And they're, like, fighting their way oh, there. And the, they get there, and then... And then uh, it yeah. wasn't even a scrub marine at the start. It was a chapter master who turns a corner and gets one shot killed right. yep. by a, uh, an assassin. That's right. Like, I think they, like he kind of said, like, Thane didn't want him to be the one. He was like, I can't be the one to kill uh, Van Gorich. You, Execrator, whatever, yeah, you yeah. Know, chapter master, you have to lead this because your sense is not dulled like mine. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, totally. I can do... <laughs> <laughs> <Die right away. laughs> yeah. Like, and then just Thane, just yeah. like, oh, God, yeah. that was guy. Thane is cool in so many ways, but like his, his I think he's just his judgment in general <laughs> yeah. sucks. So yeah. Just, so, this which is, is a great why, plan. Yeah. Trust me. Oh, sorry. Which is why that. Space Marines were never like meant to be in charge. <laughs> so then they, they load up the Thunderhawks and they fly to the Everser Temple. Yeah. Um, they, they, as they're coming in, they see just like dead bodies everywhere with no visible marks. And it was like, uh, they're like, oh, yeah, by the way, um, yeah, uh, Van Gorge did that. He's been experimenting on people, too. Yeah. And he's like, oh, God, I should have come back like 30 years earlier. Because um, they say he, he's like mainly normal for the first like 70 years. It's only the last 20 to 30 that he goes crazy. And they go in and he's all, um, who's that um, millionaire in Vegas who like didn't cut his, Howard Hughes, was it, that didn't cut his fingernails? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah and Hughes. bottled his own pee and stuff yeah. like that. So Van Gorge is going like full hues yeah uh like he's crazy length skinny oh yeah so he was actually he wasn't young when we first got into the book no, no he, he wasn't, wasn't no. old like i think like at one point like whining like looks at him and she's she's like it's hard to tell because his body moves as though he's young but he looks as though he might be older yeah but it's hard to tell with all the you know with all the weird drugs that yeah. everybody does seriously but so go ahead but so so they so go in later. Yeah. yeah, 100 years later and he's like, "Well, you fools, you've walked into my trap." Ha ha ha, like mustache twirl. Yeah. And he hits a button and 100 pods rise out of the ground and 100 Everser assassins come out. And this is when the good stuff cuz oh, yeah. they talk about how there was like 100 or so space marines there and then in one paragraph it's like 170, 30, 20. Then there was 10. Yeah. I'm like, "Oh shit, cuz they're getting massacred." Yeah. Yeah. Uh their 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 sensors can't pick them up cuz of the fog and stuff in yeah. there. It's like it's a brutal crazy killy mm. fight. That's I super just imagine cool. it's like aliens or, or actually maybe yeah. like harlequins. It must yeah. be like fighting harlequins. Yeah. Like, you you think you have them in your sights, you pull the trigger by the time your finger has pulled the trigger they're gone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and they're behind you stabbing you. Yeah. And thing gets kind of scratched open and, and poison goes and like his marine biology kind of gets rid of the poison, but he's like grounded for a little bit. And an Everser kind of reaches over him. Oh, you know what we didn't touch on? Mm. Before this point. Beast Cruel tries to kill Van Gorich. Oh, yes. We totally skipped over that. That's right, we did. Um, Shit, so Smash Cut, 100 years in the past. (laughs) 100 years earlier. (laughs) Jason Statham is sitting down, and and Van Gorich is like, yeah. Plops the head down on the desk. Yeah, plops the head down on the desk, and he's like, uh, I'm going to kill you, by the way. Yeah. And Van Gorich is like. It wasn't even like, he wasn't even trying to hide. He was like, I killed him. Ah, I'm probably gonna kill you too. Yeah, <laughs> I lost so much respect for Cruel in this. Like, it's just yeah. like you're an idiot, dude. Seriously. <laughs> and so, and and um, Cruel does. Oh, sorry, uh, Van Gorge does his best. Like bad guy just hits like one button, and apparently Cruel has a shut off switch. Yeah, where <laughs> he a, can it's a series move. of words, code words. Yeah, like, blah, 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 yeah. Blah, 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 blah. Winter soldiers. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, yeah he winter soldiers. Him. Um, so he's like, oh, by the way, I have a special place to go for you, for you, where your talents will be used, and you won't have to think. And I was like, oh, he's gonna be an adversary. So, yep. Smash Cut, hundred years in the future again. Uh, there's a special officer with a different blue helmet 
and like he's like kill it like uh, Van Gorge is like kill uh, Thane now please and the officer's like no and he pulls off his helmet and it's recognizably cruel but not yeah his like face is all ripped yeah, up it's f- like a metal skull and like all these like wires and everything like they fucked his face up yeah, but they're... somehow he could tell it's yeah like, yeah it's Cause, like cause Darth Thane's... Vader versus Anakin Skywalker yeah because <laughs> yeah. Thane's like hey you're beast cruel and he's like and, and my, oh. he's like my name is Acid Wire mm-hmm. yeah and he stands out of the way and then Thane shoots him with a single bolt shot from an Ultimo pattern bolter. <laughs> Umber pattern, yeah. Uh, Umber pattern bolter. Um, it works. It works. It's that <laughs> smoke and barrel. Is dead. Yeah. And Van Gorch is dead. Um, there is a small epilogue uh, from the story uh, with uh, Eldrad, Ulthwain, yeah. uh, and kind of trying to follow all of the shit that's going down and kind of seeing how that affects the future. I thought the way Ulthwain was, was presented at the end was very similar to how Van Gorch was presented. Mm. about you know oh no i'm doing this this is the best for everyone you know like you don't know you're only one person like no no it's good it's yeah, good trust trust me uh, trust, so i think that's why i was put in the end there but that's because that's because like, that ends up coming back in the in the um gathering storm thing where yeah. he like he thinks he's doing the right thing yeah, it's like, he's, oh, no. yeah. Yeah. i think part of it's also to, to lead uh its way into the war of armageddon too you know because yes. i think yes, he yes, predicts yes, yes, like yes. all right well the beast is gonna rise again and this time it's gonna be you know gasgall same planet different yep. place yep. Mm-hmm. yep yep uh we've been joining on forever uh yeah. we're gonna take a quick break now we're out to the books we're gonna come back and kind of real quickly just thoughts on series yeah. wrap-ups the new Mark 3A uses a ceramic overplus steel with a buttress carbon composite frame. What? Oh, yeah. Which one of those is it? Uh, all of them. Oh, neat. Hey, is this a cup holder? Yes. The driver's compartment has a cup holder as an optional accessory. No way. Shut up. Cup holders? Well, not everybody has a life support system. So for the exploratory group of mortals we found... Cup holders? I'll take it. Mark 3A also has a traditional... Quad thermal reactor. Hey, do you think I could try it out? Well, of course. The ignition is on the dash rack. I brought my favorite travel mug. I got it in this amazing bakery in the Segmentum just outside of Armageddon a few years back. Oh my gosh, perfect fit. So anyway, as you can see, the new Mark 3A has a power coupler interface in the top hatch to allow for mod... Weapon components that can be- Does this have a heater in it? I hate it when recap gets cold. If the coffee holder had a heater, that would just make my day. Uh, we hadn't considered that as most chapters use a Stardust drivers, and most of you as Stardust don't drink recap. But I suppose we could ma- build you something. Great, you tech priests are the best. Do you want to see the comms unit specs? No, nah, I'm good. <laughs> Is there anything that can No, this will take... We'll take 11 of them. Thank you. The Emperor protects. Space Marines hate change. How do you convince him to upgrade to the new Mark 3A? Cup holders, believe it or not. Oh, cup holders. Brand new Mars pattern Mark 3A Rhino. New with cup holders. Hey, we're mm. back. What a fun yeah. 30 seconds oh, that was. It was only 30 seconds? Surely it wasn't 20 minutes of processing. <laughs> I, think, <laughs> I think my ass sweat has fused my butt to your chair, so yeah. I'll be taking this with me. No, it's fine. It's pleather. It'll, it'll wipe clean. <laughs> you think? Um, so we're... So, little, little Ted tendrils. 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 <laughs> the tendrils of the Kraken. So we are now done with um, Easter mm. Rises. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's now five months since it's finished. It's not really mm-hmm. been mentioned since, so I don't know yeah. if there's follow-up coming. Yeah. Um, Warhammer community had talked a little bit about it, or pushed it. Although they've been linking to anything related to anything that they could sell, so yeah. <laughs> it, it, which is cool, you know. 
Yeah. I mean, looking at it, like, uh, going into it, it was like, oh, sweet, an orc book. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, this was a Death Watch book. Um, a little yeah. bit of Imperial Fist. Yeah. But it, it was mainly kind of a Death Watch, Sisters of Silence. I think in a way, like, this whole thing, I mean, because I think that, yeah, I think this whole thing was kind of like the origin story for the contemporary uh, Imperium. Yes. Um, I mean, we had the, yeah, we had the origin of the Death Watch. We had the not quite origin, but still kind of like teasing for the Grey Knights. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, we had the origin of the Inquisition, really. Like, because yeah. of, the, of the modern uh, day as we know it. Yeah, yeah the, the non order. Yes. Orders. Yes. <laughs> yes. 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 And that was something I had to look into because I was like, because I think like some of these things, like, it, yeah, it was it was that kind of forced origin feel, you know, like, all right, all the things you remember about Spider Man with the fit into this first movie yeah. so that you know that it's the Spider Man that you know. Yeah. Um, I think like that was kind of like the one thing I was like, wait a second. All right, I got to look into like the Inquisition because they talked about like, all right, there's going to be, we're going to split into the two Ordos. We're going to have the Ordo um, Malleus and the Ordo Xenos. And I'm like, well, I remember there being more orders than that and you think he did say that like we're going to be pliable so that you can have more orders and but let's just start with two yeah which i thought was cool because like that felt a little bit less forced than Mm -hmm. all right we have to put all the buzzwords from spider-man's like 30 years or whatever so then they started looking at dude this is a hereticus there's like i think um like 12 other ordos like the minoris uh ordos i I thought that was great i I think the format hindered more than helped um Of the the storytelling, so you got twelve books released mm-hmm. once a month, okay, and they're all around two hundred and fifty pages. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple are shorter, obviously. They kind of choose to know where they're ending based on the you know, storytelling things yeah. like that. Um, but a, a lot of it seemed kind of squished, uh, kind of kind of like the, there was some things I wanted to breathe more, kind of like yeah. some ideas I wanted to expand more, um, and it just. I mean, I enjoyed the serialized aspect where I kind of all of them ended on a cliffhanger. Uh, the, the last one kind of excluded. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I think there there was a little constraint to to how hmm. each individual story was constructed. Um, I I I agree with that to a point because I think that the serialization, the way they had it, um, really allowed them to show the progression that it took you know that they that that as much as it seemed you know as much as they were like oh and then the death watch started oh and then you know the inquisition started and you know and oh and then this happened mm-hmm. i feel like a lot of those things um couldn't have been told the way they were told unless you had had you know books before to lay the groundwork oh, no for to sure really do it because but- otherwise you would have the situation where it's like it's like corlin's the last imperial fist why they all died you know well, what i mean without having the like that i mean that i feel like you still have like a serialization but if it was presented more kind of like a horus heresy where the it isn't that okay we need one a month okay they they have to be no more than 250 pages you know kind of like oh, that, okay. that kind of thing okay. like that like i was saying that that's where i think the constraints come from okay like the serialization is fine but like i said i think that the, the some some beats weren't allowed to breathe so like I think that like the first half of the series, or at least the first third of the series, like we had, there, there was seemed to be like a um, there's a template, and it was like you have a story, there's a beginning, middle, end, there's a thing. Like the people that start off in the series, like are the story, like the uh, emperor expects. Um, yeah. You know, we had the 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 captain, and like we saw him, and like you know, there's all these parallel stories that were the larger story, but like we had this like smaller picture view, and so we had his beginning, middle, and his end. Like that was it, and it was kind of like that could be his book, you know, like. And then uh, we had 
Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think like we had that in several occasions. Like we had the yeah. the the lady who used to be a hiver that ended up like yeah, uh, and, oh, dying pregnant on yeah. the the high world number right. two, right? Oh. So, but I think that they, they kind of stopped that after a while, like after the yes. first like third or so, and maybe they got their human interest out of the way, and maybe that was all it was, or or whatever. But personally, I kind of felt like I, I, I first was like, God, this is kind of gimmicky and kind of weird. But I kind of wish they had like kept that through and through. And granted, towards the end, like you're already at the climax, so why do you care? You don't need to have this like this uh um this development of the world um yeah but i i, I feel that, that the gimmick kind of worked yeah you know? and i think i think um you're right i really like those those stories mm-hmm. were fantastic i thought they were like the one with with like you said with the with the hiver girl who became like the pdf like i legitimately like felt emotions at that scene at the end there with her You're and married. like yeah we, we are married with her okay. um <laughs> uh but yeah it was like you know i like, legitimately felt emotions for that because i thought it was such a like a t- it was a cool like emotional story that they told yeah. with that um i think the reason they had those in the beginning was because we had no investment right. in the larger story mm-hmm. so they needed to have something to keep you reading you yeah. know what i mean and telling those stories kept you going through the book and then they as they started to develop the main stories and suddenly we had like the main storylines were coming to a head mm-hmm. they now had a situation where like you were hooked into those yeah. but also they needed to give give more space to them to develop than just like the 250 word right. like, pages yeah, that's kind of what I was saying yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. and i think it, I, you know and it, um you know maybe it was like you said that it was like a limitation that that hurt it um, I'm wondering if that was the plan where it was like, we're going to keep them reading these stories that we're developing with these like small vignettes to like set the stage. But then once we've established these major storylines, we're going to spend our efforts and our time and our space telling those stories that we've, that we've decided but, that but, these are going to be. But the, the thing is for like the first 10 or 11 books, you're building up this, this character, this creature and you spend, I mean, 2500 pages building this this up mm-hmm. and your payoff to that is is fairly simple mm-hmm. you know what i mean and yeah. it's yeah yeah, yeah. That, no, that, no 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 yeah. I, yeah i definitely hear what you're saying i think um and this may just me being like you know fixing it based on my own wants and desires for it to 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 truly work well dark angel showed up and yeah, shot him once exactly <laughs> um like you know part of me feels like the the, the story behind that, behind the beast and everything with that, the fact is that when they had Olinor now became Armageddon, it just goes to show you that, like, an orc is bigger than one big orc. You know what I mean? The orcs, the threat that the orcs pose, the threat that the orcs um, in, in, um, th- th- make real is their existence at all. And until you can just purge every single orc, you're always going to have the chance that the beast will arise again. And that was the last chapter with the uh, Ulthway or whatever. Yeah. His name oh, was, and it's like they they name check Gasgul Thraka. Yeah. In the thirty yeah. sec. And I think like you know because we never really heard the beast's name. Like yeah. the the beast was always faceless. Was like even though he beast. showed yeah. up and like they fought. Like I mean, really, they didn't build the character yeah. of the beast. Like they yeah, built yeah, it yeah. up as like I think like as we discussed before, like it was more of an environmental uh, effect. Yeah. You yeah. Know, it was a tidal wave. It yes. was a volcano. It was Armageddon. Yeah. <laughs> and part of me wonders if there was one main beast uh-huh. or if those six larger, like the, the six thrones mm-hmm. were the beast. Like yeah. all six of them 
may have been the beast. You know what I mean? Like, and as like, much as like Tron or some ulti- shit. Like ulti- yeah. Ultimately, the beast was. I mean, the High Lords. I mean, yeah. I think that, that was yeah. like this whole thing. Is yeah. Like, you know, it was all a series of stories that kind of like yeah. led to the High Lords or Van Gorge. Van Gorge. Sure. The beast rises. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I think I you're right. Oh, no, yeah. that's fair. Yeah. Van Gorge is the beast that arose. <laughs> mankind. Oh, mankind. Yeah. Mankind. Mankind is the true beast. <laughs> um, but yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like I said, I just, I mean, to me, just uh, a lot of it was rushed. I mean, yeah. uh, like the, the, the Van Gorge stuff. Like yeah. they were like, suddenly he's crazy and it's been a hundred years. Yeah. Like to me, you could do an entire different story. Like I would have yeah. felt satisfied if you finished with Van Gorge being in, installed as the head of kind of a puppet government mm-hmm. and um, Thane out just crusading across yeah. the galaxy. I yeah. kind of like the surprise of all of a sudden, you know, yeah. like, I mean, but I could see your point. Like there is, there's a shitload of stuff. There's that a happened shitload in that of materials years. that can happen. In they talked years. about like how like the Imperium was rebuilt. Like it was beautiful again. Like I think in the first 80 years, like he had done a number. And so like the galaxy was ex- like the, the humans influence on the galaxy was expanding. Like there was numerous trade. Everything was beautiful. And then it like, then he started to collapse. Yeah. And it, like would implode. Under the yeah. pressure. Yeah. 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 Um, but I think, like, sure, there could have been lots of stories in there, and there probably will be. Um, I just uh, felt but, book twelve was okay. We need to wrap everything up yeah. now. Yeah, well, I and, and felt I felt that yeah. with like a ten and eleven. I felt yeah. like ten was a little bit rushed. It was a slog, and then like eleven was kind of like. I mean, it was like for me, like ten and eleven were bookkeeping. And kind of moving your pieces around, making sure everyone's in the right place yeah. for the final. And it was just kind of like obligatory. For the final beheading. Yeah. Which is too bad. Series. I mean, I love Ron Sanders or uh, yeah. <laughs> Rob Sanders. Like, oh, no. Yeah. And I, yeah. And I, you know, and I, I, um, I agree, but I think that I don't think they could have ended it with him being put in place and then thing going off there because there's a huge cliffhanger to that and i think the whole point of this series was to be self-contained be self-contained where it's like this is it this is all you need to read if you read book one and you finish through to book 12 you have an entire narrative that's self-contained you don't aren't left like hanging like you. i feel there's money they didn't want the yes but i don't think they wanted the beast arises to become a horse heresy no but i I feel there's money in leaving kind of in a narrative where you you know trying to remove a corrupt government and at the end, kind of, there's a secular nature to that story where everything is kind of just the same at the end mm-hmm. as it was at the start. Yeah, you know, regardless of what happened, you know, there's things there. But I mean, you're right that they have like a fully contained story. And I mean, overall, I enjoyed the story. Yeah, I enjoyed the characters. I mean, yeah, sure, I'm being pretty critical of like the last quarter of it, but like viewed independently, yeah, that's that's what it is as a mm-hmm. part of the whole story. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, uh, high points for me, um, Emperor Expects uh, by Gavin Oh, yeah. Thorpe. That was great. That, that, the, just the, he has such a great skill with the, the naval stuff and the, the ship battles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I also, Throne World, uh, yes, one of my Throne absolute favorites. Uh, those two, for me, uh, highlighted the series. And I think it's because, like you guys were saying, like the first half where you had those character moments and kind of things built up like yeah. that. It was allowed to do that rather than, and it sounds really weird to complain about. Rather than service the story, I could learn about these other things <laughs> that were happening yeah. at the same time. Yeah, which well, and, and to be honest, I think the a lot of the strength in the the Black Library as a whole is their ability to tell these small stories throughout the universe. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you don't have to read every book that the Black Library puts out to get a to get like some <laughs> fantastic satisfaction from it. You know what I mean? You can just go through and you can read any of the different books that you want. You know what I mean? And you can read just the Eisenhorn trilogy and you don't have to read anything else to get like a perfectly like entertaining 
read. And I think that's one of their things is that they tell these smaller stories um, isolated from with isolated from the grander narrative of the of, of their world. And I think that's what their strength is. You know what I mean? And I think that um, the reason that we are we are we are attracted to a lot of those other smaller stories like we were talking about in the earlier part of the series is because that's one of the strengths of the Black Library is telling these these small vignettes of mm-hmm. the grander larger story that's going on yeah. you know what i mean I mean, that's how we live our life we yeah. don't live our life in macro yeah no it's true yeah you're right yeah macro is maybe is, you guys yeah <laughs> you know? jonathan the god over here yeah. yeah like macro is 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 can be boring you know what i mean because yeah. it's a little too yeah. large to we can to really comprehend. relate we can't to relate that, to right? it yeah. yeah and when you get down into the smaller level like we can relate to that that you know as much as we don't live it we can relate to that you know the the, the person living on a planet that's being invaded by the Xenos, you know what I mean? Like you can understand that you could, you can, you can relate to the to the story of like Tyrion took yeah, my mail, exactly. You know what I mean? It's like they stole my package from Amazon. Ah, yeah. crap! So goddamn termagants. Yeah. <laughs> what would you say, um, book wise? What, what would be your your favorites from think, the twelve? Uh, Predator Prey. I think that's like mm, really what turned me on to uh, yeah. uh, Rob Sanders, and then of course like Beast or uh, um, Emperor Expects, mm-hmm. um, and uh, yeah, I mean. It, I think I think that was those are my two faves. I'm gonna go back and quickly. Look like I said, I feel again. like I think one of the reasons I really like Emperor Expects is because you don't have to have read the previous books mm-hmm. or the books after to to kind of yeah get where you're going to go. Was it Beast Must Die? Was that when Vulcan died? Because I, I seem to think like the Hunt for Vulcan was the lead up, and then he died in the next book. Yeah, yeah, that I, one was a really good one that too. Was good. Yeah, and that was a, that like, was a really good Gavthorpe one. one so. Yeah. Uh, hope God, um, Echoes of the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wink. We love your stuff. Uh, yeah. Echoes of the Long War was also super good. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, what about what that about? That was a really good because I think that really focused on the Iron Warriors, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. And like that really humanized them. Yeah, for uh, sure. Right. So, I, Phil, what about what about you though? I, honestly, I know I'm in the minority in this group, but I was a big fan of the whole Death Watch arc that they Maybe. had. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like starting you know starting with 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 um, the Watchers in the Dark. Like mm-hmm. I I. I enjoyed it. I thought it, I thought it was cool. I thought it was interesting. And I mean, obviously, I'm, I'm a Death Watch fanboy. I really enjoy it. I love the concept of the Death Watch and yeah. seeing it come alive that, like that was that really night cool. I stayed over your house. And yeah, saw you, <laughs> you had saw me, it like, on yeah. your underwear. Exactly. Uh, I, His I knew. Death Watch. And, uh, and my Death Watch body pillow. pillow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just have a hole in it. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, I, I I enjoyed that narrative arc and seeing yeah. like the kill teams doing what the kill teams do. Mm-hmm. To me, was fantastic, and I, I enjoyed that just on a personal I, level. With I it, gotta say, know? like those were the most. I, I think for the action scenes, like those were the best action yes. scenes. Like yes. really, like yeah. even though like yeah. I, I didn't like the lead up to it, the origin story for them, like the action <laughs> scenes were ba. Like, yeah, they were super ba. And and I mean, and to be fair, I enjoy a lot of what they write for the bolter porn. You know mm. what I mean? I know we talk about it, but I enjoy yeah. that, that, that. Yeah. And I enjoy that. I, I, I've come to accept that as, as, <laughs> okay. as one of my failings. Uh, but <laughs> no, I love the bolter porn. And I, and I think that they did some really great, I think that, you know, inherently we have a, a it, this is based off of the lore of a game where you just move guys around and shoot mm. each other and beat each other and try to kill each other. So I think in, innately there's always going to be that aspect of bolter porn being an important part of it. And yeah. I think, they do it well. They've had thirty years to, to kind of hone you know what that. I thought was kind of interesting it. was that um, during the the seminar with Andy Smiley, one of the people like asked like uh, some of your books kind of they really have like a really like realistic military as- aspect. How many of your uh, writers are ex military? And he's like none. Yeah, nobody has any experience with like military. 
mm-hmm. moment. Like, so I'm like, wow. Yeah. Because, <laughs> like, I mean, some of it sounded really convincing. Yeah. You know, like, Especially when you read some of the stuff, like, you know, like Abnet stuff with, with the Gaunt's Ghosts and uh-huh. things like that. I, you know, a little bit of a tangent, but I, I, I think he makes an effort to learn those things and mm. goes and researches and, and yeah, finds yeah. from experts in those things so that it has that sense of authenticity think, without like, having to actually the Beast Arises been... wasn't a good example I think of like kind of that military yeah. feel although like a shadow sword yes. um, uh, that was yes. you know like there was, uh, I can't remember the writer for that but that guy Haley was it yeah yes. I think it was yes, 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 yes. but that was amazing because I was really surprised because I think I read that book just as like you know, I was almost done with it by the time I uh, talked to Andy Smiley like yeah. whoa really <laughs> yeah <laughs> some dude yeah, awesome. and that's yeah. and, that, and, that, and granted, I have like zero military yeah. experience, so <laughs> somebody could have been like, uh, "This is nothing." Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And I think that's and that, I think that's kind of the the thing is that they can they can take that bit of authenticity that they can that they can find and be good writers and put it into a future world where you know not everything translates exactly because it's the forty first millennium. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, but yeah, I think it's uh, you know I think that's one of their strong points is is having that kind of authenticity you know mm-hmm. quasi-authenticity to, to what it is that they do you yeah. know what i mean they don't make it sound yeah silly and 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 superfluous not all enders game so yeah um, exactly <laughs> so tab what would be your most memorable scene from the series oh god um start thinking phil I think it was uh, uh, who was that? The, the, I think there was a dreadnought that came down. I think it was like when the Iron Hands. What, I mean, it was the uh, the Black Templar. Yeah, dreadnought. Black Templar dreadnought that came down and just just went batshit crazy. Yeah, um, I think that has to be it. Like, was, I think my favorite thing about the, the dreadnought was ever, all of his speeches in block caps, like you know, <laughs> death from Discworld yeah. style. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I just now imagine Dreadnought's permanently yelling. Yeah. And being like kind of in like mess halls and training rooms and yeah. the ships and being like, Hi guys! <laughs> okay, Grandpa. Yeah. Okay. Hearing aids, please. <laughs> I'll have the hot dogs. It's like, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah. I thought that was cool too. And that's yeah. when they discovered the, when he crushed, remember? Because they crushed the guy's head and <laughs> killed them all. Yeah. That's, that, right. that was the, dis- like, that's where oh, they discovered it. Yeah. They're like, wait a minute. That could be useful. <laughs> yeah. I think that was cool. Mm-hmm. That was definitely really yeah. cool. Scene. Well, what about you, Phil? Um, to be honest, I think that, that final scene was to me the most um no the the uh, not quite final scene oh yes not quite final scene. oh yeah. so you mean when eldred ultron <laughs> yes that, that, hanging out i the love the next just looking at the uh, the earth the, the guess the, the next yeah. thousand years of watch yeah <laughs> I, love no. ge- I love geodes yeah exactly <laughs> um no i mean i mean the the last scene with with van yeah. gorich like just it it just it, it was so evocative it's just like thinking about like and maybe it's just my overactive imagination that made this made it come to life but it was just like the the thought of like all of these like enhanced Everser yeah. assassins like fighting against like the 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 marines and just like just the carnage going on in this in this room just like bolters flying everywhere and and the, the Everser is just like slaughtering the marines left and right like mm. that to me was just it just was so visceral and so my cool. like I said my only issue is that you spend twelve books building up this character getting to know this character giving character traits. Mm-hmm. For yeah, yeah. So you you build up all this information, and you kind of you know him as a person and as a character. Because I mean, he was very very well developed Mm -hmm. for the last book and the last ten pages to turn him into a mustache twirling. Like, you'll never defeat me. See, kill him. Yeah, I get I get that. But to me, I felt like he became that over the entire course of this series. You know, like he started out as just like 
as like the grumpy guy in the corner throwing shade on the cool kid table. And as it like developed forward and forward and forward, as he got more and more power, yeah. it finally just like took him over. And at the end, his, his the way he finally ends up dying is because he had screwed over his one true confidant. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think, then that, that one confidant was like, you screwed me, and now you're screwed too. I think in a way, um, I mean, I, I almost see, symp- I had sympathy for him. Yeah. Like, as he, because I think, like, he was competent for the longest time. And I think, yeah. like, he, you know, he had an altruistic, in my opinion, he had an altruistic vision. And I think, like, he was doing, like, the, the hard job of, like, turning humanity around to where it's not just self-imploding. And so, like, and I think, like, in the end, you know, like, he had these lofty visions. We heard him talk, the uh, Thane talking to Wynan about, like, how the, the Empire had turned into the this great golden moment you know like there was 80 years of bliss and then like in the last 20 it was turning to shit and then like so i think like to see him to where and i and, and, and like he was just he turned into a madman he was destroying all the things that he like he was destroying himself you yeah. know um as well as destroying the empire and you know the empire like he was probably he was more invested in the empire than anybody else on the high 12 and um, so I, I, I felt a lot of sympathy for him, but I think like also John going kind of, I think like at one point you argued that they could have done so much more. And I think like personally, I guess like, even though I was okay with the surprise, mm-hmm. I, I think it would have been also more heartfelt to have more of the slip into madness. Right. Cause I mean, I have sympathy for him, mm-hmm. but how much more sympathy would you have if you see, like if you treated it like the fist exemplar, like if you had their gradual fall and their gradual mm-hmm. fall from grace. Yeah. And but, kind of to this point, where see, instead of suddenly Harlequins, yeah. But, see, I didn't <laughs> see it. Madness. Yeah, and, that, and the, but the, I guess the thing is, I didn't see it quite as suddenly Harlequins yeah. as as I think you guys did. Because to me, because you're smarter. Than <laughs> us. No, that's not. <laughs> no, cause, like to me, like I think his story very much paralleled like the Fist Exemplar. Yeah, you know what I mean. And I think okay. it, because all he was like the Fist Exemplar when they were making those decisions to like go along with Calcator, it wasn't because they were like. You know, they weren't making these decisions because they thought they were the bad choices. They had these thoughts. They were like, we need but, to get back to help the, the Imperium to keep fighting against the, the beast. And I've got to do everything I can to make sure I can do that. And I think Van Gorich was the same way where he's like, it's up to me to, to save humanity and, and, and bring back the Imperium to what it was. And he kept making decisions yeah. that were wrong. Like when, you know, like each of the steps that he took. As, like whether he yeah. had like no, the intentions that were golden, we're, we're going round and round on this one. Yeah, because I think like I mean, in the end, yeah, I mean, I can see that like it's a bunch of tough decisions. On the other hand, like I mean, I definitely see where those tough he made the right decision. You're saying you were doing the wrong ones. I didn't think, it, but it's just like all your perspective of like which side of like the loyalty boundary are you on? But you know but the I difference between the two examples is I don't know what happens. The future has been left open for the fist exemplars. There's still stories to tell there. Uh-huh. Whereas with the Van Gorge, it was just close up. I guess we'll see. I mean, if yeah. people demand it enough, maybe we'll see like that. Hunt. I, I will say, kind of, my, my favorite moment is the fall <gasps> of the Fist Exemplars. Although they did say that uh, I think at the very end, what was their last line? Iron within, iron without. So maybe they just yep. became Iron Warriors. Maybe, maybe. Um, but like, I, I like their gradual fall. Mm-hmm. And I, I like generally chaos stuff where it isn't just yes, except me. No, oh, yes, Lord yes, God. absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And I, I think I really liked that it wasn't just kind of stereotypical chaos. Yeah. Know? But I'm definitely interested in the Iron Warriors a yeah, little more. Like, yeah, I'd absolutely. Love to see their perspective. Yeah. 
But yeah, uh, that was the Beast Arises. I mean, yeah. I know it's been ten episodes since we did our last <laughs> update, but, but thanks for sticking around. Yeah. <laughs> it's over. It's done. Yeah, and now you can leave. You're yeah. good. <laughs> You've been released, and our numbers just plummeted. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's what it was. All of our numbers were just people waiting for us to finish talking <laughs> about this series. <laughs> Hurry up and review it. Yeah. So I don't know how to read it. Yeah, exactly. The episode after this is just going to be five people. <laughs> Why that would well, be an increase in that? Truly, it'll all be bots from China. Yeah. <laughs> I'd pay good money for this. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so we're, we're done with that. Uh, we're starting to do some more books in the future. We got yeah. some ideas of ones we want yeah. to talk about. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Harry Potter. Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe in April Fools, we'll just we'll talk about uh, Harry Potter and the yeah. Philosopher's Stone. Okay. Uh, but yeah, uh, we're gonna take a last fake break. We're gonna come back, wrap it up, and then let you guys get out of here. Because holy, holy shit, holy hell, holy hell. Fear consumed my every waking moment. It wasn't rational, but there it was, ruining my life. Then one day I came across a book called How to Be a Cheating Asshole. From the very first chapter, it helped me to confront my fear head on. In a world filled with easy answers and cheap solutions, How to Be a Cheating Asshole showed me that the way out of my despair was to use loaded dice and not declare what I'm rolling. Its message was so strong and so real that it put me on the road to a happier, more fulfilling life. And it made my fear a part of my past. Stop by your local retailer now for a copy of How to Be a Cheating Asshole. Also available in audiobook, read by somebody who only sounds like Donald Trump. And we're back. Oh. Yeah, no pressing buttons anymore. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it's been a long one. Yeah. Um, I think right from the future, we'll kind of restrict maybe one I'm, book. I'm half episode. tempted to goat Phil about like, the decision. <laughs> totally talk about Van Gogh. We've got another hour. <laughs> <laughs> but, I've, got, yeah. I've got another hour in me, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. So, thank you so much for tuning in. This has yeah. been wonderful. I'm yeah. really happy. Hey, thank here. you for like yeah. 50 episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 50 episodes. Yeah. Yeah. Good times. It's pretty good. Good times. Shake hands. Well yeah. Well done. Well and done. thanks for, I don't well know, done. 20 <laughs> or whatever. I've been but here no, for a um, while more than 20. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I kind of just like before, it's like a real quick thank you to everyone who's uh, listened to us or told people to listen to us. Yeah. Downloaded it on every device they own to increase their numbers falsely. <laughs> I want to thank the uh, the factory workers in China who, uh, who go into internet cafes and download this uh, episode 20 or 30 times. <laughs> for $5 um, a family. For, <laughs> I can't afford that. Oh, wait, wait. You mean a month or a day? No, no. Uh, but your, no. your credit card. <laughs> uh, we're, we're certainly not planning on stopping. Uh, we have a lot of kind of neat stuff we're going to be doing in the future. Uh, I said there's a few books that we want to talk about now. We've kind of been, I mean, beholden to the Beast Arises a little bit. Yeah. Uh, and so so now, I mean, don't get me wrong. I really enjoyed it. Would not change anything for the world. Um, but, yeah, we got some cool stuff in the works now that we're yeah. going to get doing. Yeah. That'd be fun. And hell, there's eighth. So somebody has to critique it. Yeah. <laughs> or be excited May about it. May as well be us. Yeah. Because, <laughs> yeah. You know, maybe we should just review seventh when eighth comes out. Oh, wow. Being like, now that it's had time to really mature. I really want to old hammer at one point and just like all of us bust out a copy of Rogue Trader and just play a Rogue Trader and then like put it like pit it next to each like eighth. I barely had time to read three books in a week. Uh, <laughs> I can't relearn a rule set from you... 30 years ago. <laughs> You're you're in a better position too than Phil and I. <laughs> if, if I start now, I might get I might get done with Rogue Trader in time for ninth edition. Woo, woo, woo! All right, good? all right, guys. Well, we'll be back in fifty one with something. It'll be fun. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. All right, thanks. So uh, from my boys, let me John. I'm Ted. I'm Phil. And um, we'll see you next time. Bye. This episode of Mob Rules has been brought to you by Mob Rules Media. Please join.
Join our Facebook group to be part of the conversation at facebook.com forward slash mobrulesak. You can also email us at themob at tophat-arts.com. Thanks for checking us out, and we will see you in two weeks.